You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's going on, everybody? It's a brand new episode of Off Book, presented to you by Broadway Black. We're ready to hit our marks. I'm going to hit our marks right now. My name is Drew Shade. Michael Aloyde. Christiani Pitts. And Ashley Ford. And we have, like, more people than usual in the studio today, and I'm so excited. <laughs> like, I love all of you. And I'm so, it is It is definitely a party. Like, it is a Broadway Black party in the building, and I'm so excited to have everybody. So, Danye and Amber aren't here this week. Danye's in tech rehearsals for Fireflies, and Amber is uh, singing her best life and, and doing, <laughs> you know, what she does best at Elsie Fest today. That's, like, a big thing for, I think Darren Chris started Elsie Fest. Do you know him oh. Elsie Fest? No. I was okay, so about like, it today. Yeah, so it's yeah. like a couple of, it's been happening for like the past couple of years, but Elsie Fest started, I think like in 2016, Darren Chris started it, and mm-hmm. so it's like a Broadway festival, you mm-hmm. know, like a, a, a Woodstock for Broadway people. Right. Yes. Um, and it's cool, you know, it's a nice, nice little outdoor thing. I don't do outdoors, but you know, <laughs> um, it's, it's a cool little thing. So I just want to introduce everyone that we have here. We're going to start, Michael, since, since you're sitting next to my le- to my left, okay. you were just a part of uh, Scraps, Scraps, which was at, at, Fleet. at Fleet, and we've been talking about that show every week, mm-hmm. and I did not make it. Y- y'all know I've been tr- I've been trying. <laughs> I really have been trying, but the week, that the day I was supposed to go, we yeah. had to move the, the show up okay. um, to record earlier because Donnie was in, in rehearsal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't get to make it, and I had to, you know, get back my tickets. And I was like, oh, but I heard so many great things about it. Um, Jerrica, who helps produce this show, mm-hmm. um, came and saw it twice. She yeah, said, yeah, yeah, she mm-hmm. saw it. Yeah, yeah. So tell us a bit about how you, how are you, Broadway Black? So you've, you're an actor, you're yeah. also a, a producer as well. So you do a lot of different things. Talk yeah. about yourself. Come on, pump it up. So, so <laughs> I'm an actor, um, based here in New York City. Um, uh, yeah, just finished Scraps at the Fleet Theater, which was an amazing experience. One of my favorite like theater experiences I've had in New York. Awesome. Um, mm. The cast was amazing. The creative team was amazing. The story was amazing. Um, uh, it was great great to be a part of. Um, I'm also producing, I'm on the film TV side, producing my first film. Come on, somebody. Uh, so that's that's exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to, I'm just out here trying to get it. 
Yes. Trying to make it happen. I feel you. I'm not mad at that. So you are making did. it happen. And like you're being very modest right now. Michael is the uh, first straight male that we've had on this show. Oh! Give it up. Give it up. Right. You know, <laughs> Amber is very upset that she's not here today. Yay! <laughs> Princess Amber. Yes, she's very upset that she's not here today, you know. So maybe Michael might be the one of the guests on Amber's dating show. I don't let's, know. Let's do we'll I'm, see. I'm like, down. <laughs> I'm down for the love of Miss, for the for the love of Princess Amber. Listen, for the love of the princess. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. And also, Michael, we met, like, you were doing, um, woo, um, don't give me the line. Uh, we met, like, a couple of years ago where you were doing a show. Um, it was a Zora Neale Hurston play. It was a book turned into a play. Mm-hmm. Their yeah, eyes, eyes were watching God. Their yeah, eyes watching yeah, God. yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo, sir, that was so bad. Yeah, it was so bad. <laughs> but you were a shine, a, a beacon of light. It was, it was a show that was I'm, put together. Listen, like, listen. I mean, they really tried. With it was this a passion theater project. Space. It, it was, was definitely passion. Pa- yeah. Yes, and they were passionate. <laughs> <laughs> they that, they had all of the passion. There, there was there was passion in the place. Um, the, yeah. Like child, we put y'all in the south too because it was hot. It, oh my god! But then they had the nerve during intermission to have a stool with a water jug on it, and that was the like in the middle of the theater they, they brought out a stool and they put a water jug. On the middle of the store, and that was the water was try- fountain. Were they trying to make you feel like it you was an were- immersive experience? Okay, that's what it sounds. Uh, like. That's what it was. was it? it sounds yeah, site specific. You know all of that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> look, that's that's news to me. <laughs> I didn't realize. Look, now my eyes are open <laughs> to something new. Uh, but Michael, I, I remember messaging you and saying you were a really great actor. Um, that you made some really solid choices, especially with us being so close and, and surrounded by you. You stayed present in, in the moment, and I really appreciated that um, because there was so it was so much happening. Yeah. Um. In this in this black box theater, it was. I mean, literally, when you walked in, you were in on the stage. Like you walked into the space and you were on mm-hmm. the stage. Um. And no, you don't. <laughs> you don't like that. <laughs> no, you don't. All about. Listen. Well, listen. It was immersive. Okay. We'll go with that. Um, um, but yeah, so I, I'm happy to have you, and I'm happy yeah. to see your growth and your progress. And you also work with um, a collective. Yes. Um, so talk about that a little bit, because you guys had a, an event, or is it still coming? It's coming up. Okay, it's, perfect. It's, talk it's, about yeah, that. Come so, on. So yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm um, one of the founding members of an organization called the Creative Collective, and we are having our second annual conference called CultureCon on Sunday okay. at the Knockdown Center in Queens. And um it's just a day packed with panels and discussions. It's what, what we set out to do is create a space for people of color to just be. Yeah. From all aspects of the creative industries. If, if you want to be in the creative industry, we just create that space. So the Sunday will have, or the Saturday rather, we'll have John Legend, Remy Ma, people in tech, uh, people in music, people in art, Coleman Domingo's on a panel, Lala Anthony's on a panel. So it's, um, yeah, it's just a day to just come and learn and grow and connect yeah. with other people. So you put like me you. on your list, right? Yeah, you're on the list. Okay, okay. Just, I'm just making sure. <laughs> Look, you, you know you got to slide it in there <laughs> so I can come and attend and see the peoples and support and, yeah, and, and yeah, make sure yeah. that, you know, like let people know about it. Like I think that's really amazing. Drew, you're that. always on the list. Well, though. I don't know. You know, you, Drew, and, Li- you and Lily... 
be, you know, y'all, y'all got your own thing going on. Nah, so I don't know. Nah, nah, Drew, you're always on the list. You're okay, always well, on great, the list. great. I'm excited because I definitely want to come and support. I thought it was a really cool thing, and I follow the collective, and yeah. I, I try to come out to to what I can, or yeah. at least tell people about it. Yeah. I follow the um, collective. Too. Yeah, yeah, you guys are doing amazing work. Yeah, Thank you. I Thank love you. it. Thank you. Awesome. So yeah. So okay. So we're gonna move right along, even though I had to pull all of the the hot stuff because <laughs> Michael modesty. is just he's just modest, you, you know? know. Yeah. Listen, if you ain't gonna pump yourself up, who is? Who is? Besides me. I mean, right. I will. I will. <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, okay, now we have the Broadway star. Oh, the star. Yeah. The she's star. here. She's here. <laughs> Christiani Pitts. <laughs> My God, the star of King Kong on Broadway. Yes. Come on, Anjanou. And we just started previews. Just start, look, yesterday. and that's why I'm so glad that you're here. I am like uh, flabbergasted that you're even able to to take your because, like you know, I take love, the time. I love you and I love Broadway Black. I and appreciate I it. Nowhere else. Oh yeah. my God! You like I'm, I really wouldn't. You like your your spirit has always been from the day that we've met. Just over like, f- like it fills me, and I'm oh. I'm so appreciative. You're one of the reasons why I continue to do this because Y'all no s- seriously, no seriously because <laughs> um you're you're so humble. You're talented. You're humble. You're hardworking. Oh, you're disciplined. You're God fearing. You are mm. you're everything that I'm that trying. I imagine Broadway Black or even I thought that Broadway Black was before mm. I even got here and mm. so that to be able to see someone live up to that and, and actually execute that in a, in a positive way in a positive spirit is amazing to me because that's oh, very you. far and few in between um thank so I, I appreciate you so much for coming and taking your time because you don't have yes. to you're in a very grueling process right now mm. they um, are yeah yeah so <laughs> they so, so you started off uh, made your Broadway debut in a Bronx Tale. In a Bronx Tale. Uh huh. And I was Denise, mm-hmm. who I, uh-huh. Aisha was on here not like Aisha, a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. my sis, so, and she was originally Denise. Uh huh. And um, when they did it in Paper Mill, and I remember when I and I love her so much. And when I met her, I was like, look at God, okay, because. You're not doing a Bronx Tale anymore. You're doing Frozen. Right. Oh, she's oh no, no, she was Broadway doing Waitress print. at the oh, time. Oh, she was doing Waitress, yes. Casually. <laughs> and, but because of that, I got to make my Broadway debut. And now the two of us are just, you know, living in yeah. these different shows. And I was like, see, everything happens for a reason. Like, yeah. She was, and Ariana, was Ariana DeBose in the show? Yeah, it? she it's, was okay. Jane originally. Gotcha, okay, gotcha. And I was playing her friend. Gotcha. And then she left to do Donna Summer. Yeah. And they bumped me up to play Jane, which yeah. was crazy. And Why was it crazy? Awesome. Just because I, you know, I hear that that doesn't normally happen. It doesn't. I hear that when they see, you but see as when a you're role, fa- when you're favored. Uh oh. Mm. Uh oh. When you're favored. Okay. Mm. Well, when you, you when know. you're able to be placed because Listen. you're so open and free, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know you, they can place you where wherever they need you to be. <laughs> Let me tell you, because you're open. For you is for I you. Yeah. That is my motto. That is my motto. I don't care. It is. It doesn't matter. It's so funny. What's for you is for you. Was everything having to do with me for King Kong because when I auditioned for it, I felt so, I felt like there was no chance in hell that I was going to get it. Mm. So I went in the process being open Mm -hmm. and saying that I'm going to prepare, I'm going to do my work, but God, if this is for me, this is for me. So there's no reason for me to shut myself down. No, I was just like, I'm I'm probably not going to get it, but hey, if it's for me. Yeah. And when I got that phone call, I was like, really? What what happened? (laughs) Like, talk us through that. Like, what happened when you got that call? Who called you? My agent and my manager were on two A. Oh, because they was they was geeked. That's what you know it's good. Here's the tea. You either know it's good or, or it's just yes, or it's, it's really, really bad. bad. Like, they, really like, bad. like they got a note from the casting agent, like, exactly. uh, you were shit. very rude or you were <laughs> shit. Right, like, right, right. right. <laughs> Don't come back. And and I've had that conversation with them for shows that I, that I was I just knew, knew. and they no. no. So I I thought it was gonna be that. 
especially because the actresses that were in finals with me were just I'm huge fans of them. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Can you can oh. we even say who was? It? I I don't I, I can't. Okay. But but you all know them, and I'm sure that you yeah. guys. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk too. about it after. We'll talk about it after. Okay. Yeah. 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 Now. Because we say that every week. Every week I'm like, damn. We talk about it. We say that off the mic, but they're fabulous, and so I just I was like that you know. But when my manager and my manager agent called, they said, um, you got the offer. And I said, for who? I was like, for who? For, who? <laughs> for what? For what? what? What am I doing? Who, I, who do I get to be? Just didn't believe it. And I cried. <laughs> I was on the subway just sobbing, yes. trying to call my mom. It was just, it was just Oh, my God. Crazy. Beautiful. Yes. I still cry every day just because so I can't believe it. When wow. I, like, when I first met you, I saw your talent. You were doing a reading of yes. another. <laughs> 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 Your turn. Don't you do uh, this. Uh, listen, you were amazing. Because <laughs> um, this was a show about the Lindbergh baby. Yes, the Lindbergh trials. The Lindbergh trials. And it just needed it needs some work. Yes. But you know what is the great thing about readings and laughs? Right. Is that they are in development. Exactly. They weren't on stage like their eyes are watching God. Yeah. That was, oh you know, that uh, was um, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> saying. Like, we have to be real. Like, let's talk. Like, we have to be all the way 100. Like, you know, we, we can't sugarfoot because they talk shit about us in the New York Times. Mm. And if we right. can't be honest mm. with ourselves this and with true. each other and lying. be candid with each other, what are we doing here? This is true. You know what I mean? So I'm not trying to shade. Yeah. I want to know that we are all walking in a spirit of excellence. Mm. Come on. Mm. And that we are operating in that and that we are okay yeah. with, with identifying with each other. Like, hey, you're excellent, but this was not. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. And that's that is okay. Yeah. That's, that's real. real. That that's was how okay. you get better. That's, that's yeah. how our works. That's how you get better. Yeah. And but that is the beauty of readings is that people come and they say just that. They yeah. say, this was wonderful. This was not. Right. And then, but then we keep it. Like, so they're doing another lab or reading of it very soon. Okay, so hopefully and I, it's, it's I wish grown. I could be a part of it. I can't. But, like, I know that they're still working and developing. Yeah. And I was just happy to be in that room. When you saw me, I was mm-hmm. so happy to be in that room. Well, you were working with some like, dynamic artists, you know, yes. Brian Terrell Clark, uh, mm. Rebecca Covington was in the room. Like, yes. I mean, some, uh, uh, I mean, um, it was, was it Eden? It wasn't Eden. It yeah, was, Eden Espinosa. Eden Espinosa. Um, Star, uh, Stark, uh, Stark, Stark Sands. Yes, Stark Sands. Like yeah. she was in the room with some really talented, and everybody did some some good work. Yeah, it just was, yeah. the you know sometimes the piece just needs some more some more love. Mm-hmm. It needs mm-hmm. some more love. And and but I was just blown away by by your choices and Thank and you. uh, your presence. Um, in fun. the same way that I, that when I saw Michael, I I say I can see a star there. Mm-hmm. Like she and has that something. was way before Bronx Tale. I mean, was I was it? in Bronx Tale, but that was way before, before you became Jane. Even, yeah. Well, I didn't, and I came up to you, and I said, "I see y'all. I know how to pick the stars. I'm telling y'all, I know how to pick the stars because I came up to you. I said, girl, you got something. Did, did I not? He <laughs> did. I came up to you, and I pulled you. I said, I don't know who you are, <laughs> but you got something, and I need you to just he keep did, on y'all. shining. He said it. Um, I'm telling you, made my whole day. I was like. Oh, yes. I'm smiling. I can't see Because that. she's talented. So, yeah. So, I'm so happy that you're here. And thank you so much. We'll talk a little I bit more about that. King Kong. And mm-hmm. I'll tell you what I said about the music video mm-hmm. later on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so, also, we have here one of my dearest. I, I'm not going to cry, y'all, today, even though I probably will in a, little, in a little bit. Because I just even talking about her and looking her in the face and being next to her just makes me so happy and overjoyed. My friend, Ashley Ford. Uh, she is a prolific writer, a wonderful uh, spirit and actress. She is everything, a comedian, a ev- and everything um, that you can ever imagine and dream of, and the best friend that you, that all of you want, but you don't have because <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm happy to have you. Ashley, just talk a little bit about yourself. Tell, tell the people who you are and, and, and why. Okay. How? Um, it's so <laughs> funny. You say that I did all those things, and sometimes I forget. 
And it just occurred to me the other day that I've basically been preparing to host a variety show for my entire uh, life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hello. That's what I've been doing. But um, I am a writer, mostly of memoir and essay. I am working on a book right now that was recently bought by Flatiron Books under the imprint and Oprah book. So. Yes. So and Mama, no, no, no. Mama <laughs> Oprah called her up and said, I want your books. Wow. Oh, no. <laughs> that is not how that, that works. That is how that works. <laughs> That's how it works. She said, so she said, oh, this is a girl I want to write a book for me, Boop. for this company. <laughs> and so she said, have my people call her people and get it done. And That's they did. Works. They did. Yes. They literally did said, Oprah Maybe wants it was to something like that. That is that is. <laughs> but true. didn't she did, like? Didn't she yes. write you and or call yeah. you and say? Well, with an Oprah book, as I understand it, um, the reason a, a lot of people didn't know that she had an imprint, and mm-hmm. it's because she has to like something personally to want to put mm-hmm. it out, and she also gives writers a really long time yeah. to finish what they're working on and put it out. Um, and so does my like, and my publisher, my publishing house does the same. So when they, um, when my book went to auction, I was very lucky that my book went to auction, and there were different publishers bidding on. Everybody it. wanted this oh, book, y'all. Um, I can't wait to read. Everybody <laughs> wants this book, y'all. Um, well, when that happened, um, part of um, the offer from Flatiron was that uh, they had sent it to Oprah's imprint, um, an Oprah book, and that she wanted it. And mm. so now. That's who's putting my book out. Y'all. I am also Oprah, <laughs> Oprah. Oprah is putting her book Oprah out. Oprah so Winfrey. Oh, like, yes. I am yes. one person removed from Oprah. <laughs> like, do y'all realize I'm also one person removed from Beyonce? So, like, I am, I am winning. Like, you're winning. Yes. You are winning. The connections are winning. And she's um, like not one person. Wow. She is like directly connected to Oprah. Like, oh gosh, that is a amazing. <sighs> so, there's that. So can you tell us what the book will be about? Yes, absolutely. Um, The book is essentially about my girlhood growing up in Indiana as a young black girl. Am I in the book? Um, You are in the book, actually. (laughs) No, I was was joking. He's joking, but he's like, so far you're in it. We'll see if they cut that out. Oh, wow. uh, So far you're in it. Um, But my... uh, I'm going to be in the open book. <laughs> and then it's gonna get option to be a movie. I and want who's the gonna show. It is me. Bitch. <laughs> what you mean? What you mean? It's me. <laughs> well, my um. Okay, so my dad went. My dad went to prison when I was a few months old. He did not get out until I was um, about a couple months before I turned thirty. Um, and I'm 31, so wow. I'm just now getting to know my dad. But he wrote me letters um, throughout the entire time that um, he was in prison. And so these letters sort of in the book um, mark different phases of my life um, mm. because as my relationship evolved with him, my relationship was also evolving with myself and the world around me. And I wanted to find a way to write about tough things in a way that wasn't um, ultimately tragic because I'm not tragic. Mm. And I think a lot of times when black women get the opportunity to write memoir, um, people sort of expect it to be like this tragedy and the triumph is only that they wrote the book. But mm. I've known joy and I've known triumph Your and I've known victory life, yeah. my entire life um, just amongst the things that have been interestingly um, not awesome. Yeah. So yeah, so there's that. Uh, and I host like, a show and I do other things. Right. <laughs> yeah, there are but things. you're also doing A Nightmare Before Christmas. I am. I'm doing A Nightmare Before Christmas 
at um, 54, 54 Below. below. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I uh, Originally, it was because I did a, a, an episode of a podcast called This Movie Changed Me. And my episode was about the Nightmare Before Christmas because I'm a spooky bitch and I have been since it's I was like three. It's your favorite shit. I know. And it's my, <laughs> it's my Listen, favorite shit. She always shit. had the little skeleton, little, Skeletons, what is his name, Jack? Jack, Skeleton yeah, Jack. I've never The seen only it. reason why I know who Jack is and Kenny Loggins is because of her. Like, yeah, yeah, I have some is. weird. I have some weird interests. Um, <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was originally going to be. That's, that's another one. Oh, Danielle and definitely Steele, Danielle. Steele. Kenny Loggins and Jack are like the three things that I know because of her. Yes, oh. those are the, yeah. Also, the things that you <laughs> make fun you of me for that you make fun of me for. But yeah, so I'm, I'm, I was originally going to just be um, doing the narrator because it's a low lift and I don't have a whole lot of time. But recently, I decided. Um, to also take on the role of the mayor. So I'll be yes. doing both. Oh, are you serious? <laughs> yeah. You didn't tell me that. Yeah, well, we just decided it like the other day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. I'm excited. Like, I'm excited yeah. to see you back on stage because me and Ashley did uh, theater in high school together. Yes. And so she was the Ruth Younger to my Walter Lee. And where are y'all from again? We're from Fort Wayne, Indiana. So we're from wow. Fort Wayne, Indiana. We went to a school called Paul Harding High School, which is now closed. Yep. Um, but it lives as on in our, our hearts. As is our middle school. Right, as is our middle school. Village Woods, wow. yeah, our middle yeah. school is closed as well. So we, wow. yeah, that's so crazy, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, I was just thinking about this recently, about what happens, um, like the privilege of uh, being able to revisit your memories. Mm-hmm. Like I think about how my husband, who grew up in a you know, middle, oh my God, you middle to upper middle class. She just class. got married like Sorry. two weeks ago, y'all. <laughs> and I missed her wedding because I was in The Preacher's Wife. <laughs> Um, and when I called her and told but her, but I that missed I, the preacher's wife, right? So she didn't miss Aww. the preacher, but she just got married a couple weeks ago to an amazing, gorgeous man named Kelly. Um, and I'm so happy for it, and I'm still gonna cry because I missed the wedding because I was in preacher's wife and I had rehearsals and I couldn't make it back home in time to, to get there. Um, and I called her and told her that I was gonna be, I probably would miss it. I didn't know for certain because you know the schedules don't come out to the night before right. mm-hmm. rehearsal, so I didn't know for certain if I was gonna miss it or not. But I was just bawling in tears, and she said, "Nigga, what you in preacher's wife?" Right. <laughs> No, I was like, Kelly and I are going to be hopefully married for the rest of our lives. Like, we're always going to be married. You can always see us being married. There will be so many opportunities to celebrate with us. Talked to me for months because I was in a show and I missed her wedding. No, like for months. No, it's a day. It's a you know what? It's a it's a really great party and it's a lot of fun and it is imbued with a lot of meaning. But at the end of the day, if if it came between my friend doing something that helps them realize their dream and being at my wedding, mm. I would always <laughs> rather they do something that helped them realize their dream. Are you kidding me? I would have been pissed if he had showed up at my wedding. Mm-hmm. I would have been mad mm-hmm. because he's been here too long working on this so hard, his whole life mm-hmm. working on this. Like, no, you don't turn down roles. You don't miss shows. That's not what we do. And that so. is your friend. That's your friend. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that's my friend. Y'all don't even understand. You're going to have to lock it up. I know. (laughs) Y'all don't even understand, though, that this runs really deep. Um, And I'm I'm so happy for her. And um, it it feels like it's me. And so for her to say things like that, to lift me up, Mm. um, when she knows firsthand how hard it's been. Um, I'm sorry. But he's doing it. It's okay. 
I also want to mention I'm an investor in Broadway Black. She is. So, yes. <laughs> just so you know. Yes. Um, I support. I support my friends. Yes. And, and, and the way that in the ways that really matter. Right. Right. Because um, Lord knows we, you know, when this business is fickle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, especially when you're doing something that's niche. Um, mm-hmm. and, and white people are, are at the helm of everything that operates in this business and they don't want to see black people, uh, they really just don't want to see black people in the same way. They want to use it as a token right. to make more money. They don't mm-hmm. want black people at the helm. They don't want black people making the decisions. Right. They, they side eye you and make it really difficult for us to survive here without them. Right. Yeah. Um, and I'm, right. A, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a person that does not uh, subscribe to whiteness. I don't uh, bend and and cowtow to that. Um, I won't play the respectability politics. You're going to respect me as I am here. I am present. I'm a full person. I'm not invisible, and you will not treat me as such. And so I get into a lot of issues because of that. Because people think that I should. Uh, bow down to them um, or think that I should operate in a way that makes them comfortable and that's not that's just not how I operate Um, and and so it never has it never Never has has been been. it never has been and so um, I think people think that I'm acting brand new but this is just my spirit Um, and this is just how I am and I know who I am and and sometimes I question the value because people uh, you know fight up against me so hard um, and I questions myself, but I'm, it's it's time out for that. And, and Ashley's mm-hmm. one of those people that helps me realize um, that it is okay to be who I am. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, that maybe I might need to change my delivery at times, mm-hmm. but it is okay to be who I am. And so I, I cry because you just don't get friends like that often. Mm-hmm. You don't get people. Ugh, you don't get people like that, um, that, that are solid, that are um, successful, that are... Uh, just everything that you need in your life. They don't need anything from, from you. you. Mm-hmm. They just want you to be. That is. <sighs> that is so. That's, that's so special. beautiful. You that's know, so special. I would yeah. say one of the things that my husband, when we were just dating, when we were first starting to date, he was so sweet to me and so kind and so compassionate all the time. And I had a moment where I said to him, "I can't keep up." Mm. Like, you're so good, and you're doing these things, and I can't keep up, and it makes me feel like an insecurity. And it makes me feel inadequate. And what my husband told me at that time was, Ashley, we're on the same team now, Mm. and you don't score points against somebody on the same team. Wow. Where is his brother, Jesus? Where (laughs) is his brother or his cousin? But, you know, I and I I think that I had already thought of love that way Mm. to a certain extent. But when he verbalized it like that, it changed my relationships completely Mm. because it made me realize that when I did something for a friend, even if they felt like I would always be worried if you do that, then they're going to feel like they got to do something for Mm -hmm. you. Mm. And I was like, oh, I don't care about that anymore. I just don't. And I'll just have to explain to them when I do that it's because I want to. Right. Yeah. And it's because we're on the same team. When you win, I win. And when I tell you that she means that. Hmm. Woo! Mm. When I tell you that she means it, and she operates in that, that I I, I aspire mm. um, to be more like that. I'm so glad. I'm, and I tell you all the time that I'm so glad that yeah. you're my friend. That's um, mutual. Yeah, oh, I love you love. so much. Um, yeah, so we gonna because I'm gonna keep crying if I keep going. <laughs> yeah, don't keep crying. <laughs> um, and look, I even texted her earlier. I said I'm trying to cry all of it out now because I haven't oh. seen her since she's gotten married. So. Mm. Um, yeah, so we're going to move on. She's a, a, a wonderful actress. We did so many shows. That we, I mean, we did. Oh, my God. Dream You're Girls. a good man, Charlie Brown, Dream yes. Girls. Uh, 
Raising rumors. In the sun. Oh my God, rumors. Rumors was so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> rumors was the best because there was um, a young woman who was also. You're talking about Lena. <laughs> <laughs> Call him out. Name. Call him out. <laughs> well, about actually, it. there's two young women. There's Lena and there's Nina. Uh, right? Lena and Nina, so yes. Lena, this was her, was and not usually. Oh, Munchie. Oh, God. Oh, God. His name. Um, right. <laughs> we went to all black, like a pretty and, much yeah. black high school. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, with like some token white people right. in there, and Munchie's actually white, and Munchie yeah. is Munchie white. <laughs> oh, right this. Yeah, they called her Munchie because before her braces got on her. Uh, can we talk? About <laughs> well, I mean, y'all, this and she, and she she took the nickname. She referred to herself as, as Munchie. Munchie. Like, like I'm not, but she was she embraced she, it. She was nasty, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> she, there was a lot there. But uh, um, the first night that we did the show, um, one of the uh, women gave a line that was actually at the end. She gave it in the middle of the second that was, act. That was that was supposed to the close show. the show. Like it was the like, and so we all just so look. It was like <laughs> we were all just like frozen. So I went over to the phone. And I said, look, I don't know what y'all about to do, but I'm about to call somebody. Cause, yeah! Because the, the phone was supposed to ring or something was supposed to happen. And I, like, we the just The phone was I mean, supposed to ring. It didn't ring. So, it, and and we all just keep talking because we don't know what to do because the phone's not ringing. And we're all just like, wow. And she didn't mess uh, up. The, she didn't set a line. And she didn't set the wrong line. It was just, it was. So our director was so mad at us. Like, he was so upset with us. Um, a man that shall rename, he will remain nameless because he's irrelevant. Mm. Um, yeah, he's definitely irrelevant. He tried um, to get, he mm. really tried to mess with Andrew. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, like, my, my, he tried to mess with my education. Mm. Yeah. Um, and, and the money mm. that was, like, scholarships and things like that no. because he was upset oh, yeah. with me with about, yeah, he was upset with me about taking another role elsewhere because I didn't want to do the final show at our school because I wanted to, what? What's really messed up is when he did that, he, he took messed my, up, he messed messed up me you up, up too, too. Yeah. Because I wanted to be, there was a scholarship program in our town and you get nominated in different subjects. Right. Everybody knew Andrew was going to get nominated in theater. He was the only, only one person who had done like community theater. Mm. I was in band, so I never did like outside shows. Like I, all the shows I did were at the high school. Mm -hmm. Andrew was at the Civic Theater. He was at Prez, First Prez. I did a lot of stuff. A lot of Every single yeah. theater that you you could perform at in or around Fort right. Wayne, and he was there. Plus, he was in a choir. Like, he was just everywhere. Yeah. So we were like, oh, Andrew's going to get nominated for theater. Ashley's I'm going to get, get nominated, nominated for English. English. Right. And it's going, yes. like, oh, yeah. And then, It'll like, great. we'll have a we'll, chance. We'll have a chance. Because we had to compete against all the other schools in the city. So we're the only black school. So mm -hmm. pretty much only the only black student that would mm -hmm. be nominated in these categories. But because he was so mm -hmm. upset with me that I did a production outside of the final show my senior year because I wanted to have more dance. Uh, experience. We were doing West Side Story. I ended up playing mm. Chino. Yes. Um, and I wanted to have more dance experience and we were working with the Fort Wayne Ballet. And so I didn't have any really ballet training. So I wanted to do this show because of that. And I ended up doing it. But because of that, he was mad and did not nominate me for the scholarship at all. How so he nominated an adult. me. Look, he, like, he nominated Ashley. So he nominated and me. And he had an opportunity to, to Put an alternate, but because he was so upset, me he didn't even put he an didn't alternate even put Andrew at all, as an alternate. At, even down. So I had to represent the school for theater, which I had no chance in because I hadn't done any community theater. And it was it was instead a good, of English. It was a good amount of money for us to be able to use for college, and that was like 
that was detrimental for us because wow. we didn't have yes. money for school. Like we were yeah. in a, a a a place, and so was this a black man? No, this is a white dude. Of course. Um, that, Look now, yeah. You're... <laughs> yeah, he was a white dude. But you know, it's funny because know. I ended up hosting wow. a like years later, just a couple years ago, when they did the first Broadway con. Broadway con, I did. I I uh, helped them develop uh, a panel discussion. I hosted a panel discussion uh, for the first Broadway con. I usually do one every year for Broadway con. Um, but because that's like a big thing now, and I, it, mm. in my mind, it didn't even register that it was a big thing for everyone else in the U.S., but people mm-hmm. were flying in to come here. He showed up mm. in the audience of the panel discussion for me hosting at Broadway no. Con, mm. and after what was over, came up to me and said, hey, I saw that you were in the program and saw, like, I couldn't believe it. Like, how are you doing? No, I, I couldn't said, believe it. I, uh. Yeah, like, I couldn't believe it. Like, I saw you mm. in the program, so I decided to come and see your panel discussion. There's wow. plenty of people, and I'm signing autographs and talking to people and, you know, trying to be encouraged and, and um, encouraging to other people. And he came, and I had to literally just say, this is such a full circle moment, God. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I thank right. you so much for, right. for allowing, and, I, and I've sort of released that, but, um, you know, and when you think about it, you as a child, it sort of brings That's back a little bit disgusting. of animosity. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. disgusting yeah, yeah, for an yeah. adult. For an adult. Right. Yeah, yes. I mean, I'm, 16, I'm 17 at the time, 17, 18 yeah. at the time. Right. So, um, yeah, but we'll bypass that. But, I mean, we just have a lot of experiences. Sorry. I know, um, I'm like, let me I think less. we keep, like, we keep <laughs> not completing some stories, but y'all know what we mean. There's a right. lot. We have a lot of <laughs> history. Sixth grade. Um, that's a lot of that's that's yeah. That's, that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you're doing uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, which is happening when? Just tell us when it's happening. The Nightmare Before Christmas is going to have shows, obviously October 31st, yes. um, and then again um, December 13th because okay. it's you know Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's both, and it's uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, it's gonna be a ton of fun. I'm in the show with um, an amazing young um, singer, Natalie Walker, who is like, she's just, she's really great. And, I'm really, she is really, really great. She's really, uh, she's really popular on Twitter as well. Like as far as the yeah. theater's community is concerned, she's like yes. really funny. So look her up, follow her, Natalie Walker. I like her spirit and her energy. Oh, yeah. I've never met her in person, but she's uh, she seems she seems like a cool little white girl. We just met at another friend's wedding this summer. Okay. Um, and if you know anything about <laughs> Tim Burton, um, she looks like he drew her. Mm. I. I, I Yes. Now, see, if I would have said that, that would have sounded shady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but because she said it, she knows it's funny. Like, Wait. I, I mean, she really does, though. She, I mean, she's a gorgeous woman. Yes. But, you know, I can see that. How she you absolutely can say that. Yeah. looks she like, like I love that. that world. Yeah, she does, like, yeah. I love that. Yeah, and she's, I mean, she's really beautiful, too. But Yes. Um, I love that. Uh, okay, so I think we're going to move on. I think we, we everybody's been introduced. We got Michael. Yeah, we got yeah, Christiani. We, we got Ashley. Yes. And we know all about y'all. So thank y'all so much. Um. We usually talk about what we've done this week, but I think that we've 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 done enough. You know, talked about catching everybody up. And this week, I've just been really just preparing. We're gonna have a Halloween party, y'all. I can't tell y'all all the details, but we are gonna have a I Halloween can't party. Wait. Yeah, yes. I did talk about it before the, we started recording with with them, so they know. Um, but I'm really excited about it. Um, yeah. So you know, one thing at a time. But um, look out for that. That's coming soon. That should be on the show next week. We'll talk about it. Uh, but we're gonna move on to. I said. What I say. <laughs> so a little bit about this, you guys. Since you guys are new to this, I'm going to read a monologue. I'm redeeming myself from last week because last week was really horrible. I'm sorry, you guys. <laughs> um, but I'm redeeming myself today, and we're going to read this monologue, and you guys have to guess um, what the play is and who wrote it. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Do we need another character who did the monologue or no? Just the- um, you don't. But I mean, because bonus points. Sometimes in the monologue, there there are there is bonus points. But sometimes in the monologue, they say the character's name, mm-hmm. so we don't really do that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. see what happened to me last week, Michael. Right. <laughs> 
Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, I think it's um... right. Right. Uh-uh, see. <laughs> okay, so I'm I'm ready. Here we go. Woo! Let me do my vocal exercises. <laughs> 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 All right, here we go. <clears throat> Yo ho, party, party, turn up the music, turn up the music. Have y'all ever been to a party where there was one fool in the middle of the room dancing harder and yelling louder than everybody in the entire place? Well, honey, that fool was me. Yes, child, my name is Topsy Washington, and I love to party. As a matter of fact, when God created the world on the seventh day, he didn't rest. No, child, he partied. Woo, yo, party! Yeah, yeah, yeah! But now let me tell you about this function I went to uh, way uptown the other night. And baby, when I say way uptown, I mean way, 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 way uptown. Somewhere between 125th Street and Infinity. Inside was the largest gathering of black, Negro, colored Americans you'd ever want to see. Over in one corner, you got Nat Turner sipping champagne out of Eartha Kitt's slipper. And over in another corner, Burt Williams and Malcolm X was discussing existentialism as it relates to the shuffle ball change. Girl, Aunt Jemima and Angela Davis was in the kitchen sharing a plate of greens and just going off about South Africa. And then Fats sat down and started to work them 88s. And then Stevie joined in. And then Miles and Duke. And Ella and Jimmy and Charlie and Sly and Lightning and County and Louie. Woo! And then everybody joined in. I tell you, all the children was just all up in there, dancing to the rhythm of one beat, dancing to the rhythm of their own definition, celebrating in their cultural madness. And then the floor started to shake and the walls started to move. And before anybody knew what was happening, the entire room lifted up off the ground. The whole place just took off and went flying through space, defying logic and limitations, just spinning and spinning and spinning until it disappeared inside my head. Woo, Topsy, ah. Oh. Yeah, that's right, girl. There's a party going on inside of here. And that's when, and that's why when I walk down the street, my hips just sashay all over the place. Because I'm dancing to the music of the madness in me. And whereas I used to jump into a rage anytime anybody tried to deny who I was, now all I got, all I got to do is give attitude quicker than light and then go on about the business of being me. Because I'm dancing to the music of the madness in me. And here all the time I've been thinking we gave up our germs, but no, we still got them. I know I got mine. <laughs> They're here in my speech, in my walk, my hair, my God, my style, my smile, and my eyes. And everything I need to get over in this world is, is here inside of me. It's inside here connecting me to everybody and everything that's ever been. So, honey, don't waste your time trying to label or define me. Because I'm not what I was 10 years ago or 10 minutes ago. I'm all of that and then some. And whereas I can't live inside yesterday's pain, I can't live without it. Mm, that was beautiful. Andrew just performed that, by the way. Listen, I, well, it's hard to read, but you know, there was some some hiccups in there. But you know, I'll, I'll have it memorized by the time I audition with it, because I think I'm going to use it for myself. It's um, good. Um, so mm. tell me, who who is it? Where and fun? I'm flabbergasted. If you I, know, do you know? Does anybody know? I do not know. You don't know? Okay. Like so I really thought I knew for a second, and then I was like, no, I don't. Okay. It's it's so you know the character's name is Topsy. Right. Mm -hmm. Any other clues in there that help you? She's dancing. There's a party. 
There's a party. Is it just take a wild guess? Like if you, who did you think you might have thought it was? Like when it first started, I was like, oh man, this could have been something in Ain't Misbehaving, and then I was like, is this no, produced? Has this been produced? Mm. This has been produced on Broadway. Um, I don't think this was on Broadway. Let me double check. I don't think this made it to Broadway, but it all it was filmed. Um, it was filmed. It was on PBS. Um, is there is there another version of this? Like, are there two versions of this same? Um, like, what do you mean? No, so it was off Broadway. In in off Broadway. yep, off Broadway in the eighties. I'll give you that. Um, and this is a oh I can't I can't give it away. And it's a play or a musical? It's it's a play. It's a play. Oof. I don't know. Okay, so it's it's a play that has a series of vignettes. So every scene is different. I'll say that. Mm. Wild guess. Just name. Just name anybody. Do you think it's a male or a female uh, playwright? I would think it was a woman. My first guess was a woman as well, but okay. I'm not n- <laughs> denying or saying yeah. I'm like I'm not yaying or nay. It sounds a little bit like in the vein of. Um, Blanking on her first name. Oh, I just looked by the last name. That's okay. What's the last name? You remember the last name? You can't think. I can't. Oh, I understand. Because this is like high pressure for me too. I was like, oh my god, it is. it's so good. It is. It's so good. So, and this is the final monologue of the play. Ugh. This is a okay. So I'll say it is a male playwright. It's a male. Oh, playwright. it is a male playwright. He he wrote and directed the show. In the 80s. In the 80s. He also was the director of a show that Ambry Mon was in. Um, uh, uh, it's, oh, okay. Um, yeah, I see his face. I don't, I, I'm blank. I don't know. Okay. I'm going to feel face. so bad when you say this name. That's okay. So I'm going to go ahead and give it to y'all. So oh, this is Lord. this is the Colored Museum. The oh, Colored oh, Museum. Oh, my God. <laughs> show in college. I was in this show in college. That's why I was just talking about this show with somebody (laughs) else. One of my castmates. This is the Colored Museum. uh, Written by George. Just talking about this. Written by George C. Wolfe. The monologue was Topsy. Monologue is the final monologue. It was on PBS. It had Loretta Devine in it. Oh, yeah. Um, A couple of different other people there were so it's vignettes in every scene. So yeah, this wow. is one of my favorite pieces, and I actually just um, started to study this because I'm going to be using it for an audition this coming week. Mm. Nice. Um, nice, which is is not normal for a man to do this show, but I'm going to do it as a um, as a uh, a I should, I can't, well I can't really say trans, but because I'm not a trans person, but mm-hmm. in my mind the character is a trans woman. Um, right. But the the yeah, so this particular. Um, piece is just really something special to me and I thought that we needed that. We needed mm-hmm. that to remind ourselves that we we cannot live in yesterday's pain, but we also cannot live without it. Yeah. Yes. Um, and so there's a lot of pain going on and and um yeah I just wanted I just thought that it was just very fitting. And yeah. also I thought that you might guess it because we were I was in the I show should in have. college. I played Miss Raj I, like... I talk about this before, but I played Miss Raj in in uh college and I love that monologue too. But I couldn't mm. do that one because I've already done that one. Um, so this yeah this cast had uh, wow. Loretta Devine, Tommy Hollis, uh, Reggie Montgomery, Vicky Reynolds, um, Denitra Vance, and Colette Baptiste. 
um, yes. in the show. And so uh, we're paying homage to them. So go and read this play if you have not. You should know about like the back of your hand. There are so many great monologues for mm -hmm. black people. Um, it is just a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful show. So check it out. So that was I said what I said. Yes. <laughs> so thank y'all. So we're going to move on to the hot topics. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got it. I yes. think I got it. You did. Yeah. Your, 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 your morning singing videos. Oh, well, listen. Yes. Well, because mm -hmm. I quit smoking. Um, mm -hmm. I, I, I guess I didn't talk about this. This week has been a, a, a transformation for me. I have been smoking for 18 years. Um I mean, I can remember when we was in high school, I was sitting in front of Ashley's house yes. while her and her boyfriend then were, you know, her then boyfriend were, uh, you know, having a picnic. And they were just, they would do stuff like that. They would have picnics in front of the house on the <laughs> yes. grass. That's cute. That is cute. That's cute. <laughs> I mean, listen, I just, I, I, and I would pull up on them in my car like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and then get yeah. out the car and, and sit them. on the blanket and with eat them. the food. Yeah, with, with them. them. And eat the food with them. And then I would smoke a blunt. They'd be like, Andrew. Yes. <laughs> And I would smoke a blunt. I was like, girl, shut up. <laughs> Ain't nobody paying attention to me. And I'm like, my mom works at the jail. Her mom is, Can a, we her mom is a CEO. Her mom is a CEO, yeah. <laughs> that is funny. But you see, that was, but the, that, back then I didn't realize, you know, how much light skin privilege I had because I just mm. said, oh, if you do nothing wrong, nobody will bother you. You know, that wasn't that was before the time hmm. people were, you know, we were right. recognizing that people were getting shot dead. Wasn't nobody talking true. about privilege right. at Harding yeah, High no School. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. nobody really understood at that what time so yeah nah. um so yeah i was very problematic and doing whatever i wanted to do <laughs> um and i smoke blunts everywhere like literally everywhere uh -huh. um but i am just like quitting smoking for the first time um i've never gone this long without like I, because my anxiety has been so high mm -hmm. um all of my life i didn't really realize what i was suffering from but i used weed as a self-medicating um, thing and um, this is my first time going without and I am actually wow. doing really well so I quit um, drinking when I came back from my birthday vacation in Puerto Rico I quit drinking um, and then I quit cigarettes about a month ago yes. um, and then I quit weed this past week and so I'm just trying and to that focus means my no energy. edibles either no edibles nothing, nothing. I, I, I'm doing nothing I'm actually replacing it with the gym and healthy yes. eating yeah get, um, get it yeah get it, so get I go it, to the it. gym six days a week wow because um, I I'd be wanting to smoke y'all so I'm, I'm going to the gym six days a week, and I am cooking um, all of my meals for the most part mm -hmm. um, just to, to occupy the time and my hands of what I would normally do. Mm -hmm. um, and it's amazing to me how much time I am saving, actually, and also mm -hmm. how productive I am um, in just just uh, and, like just being aware of, of my time yeah. and, and yeah. being properly using it mm -hmm. um, and not feeling like I have – um, I have to rush everywhere. Even though yeah. I was I was late today to the studio, but we're preparing for the Halloween party, so that's right, why I'm you got late. A lot of stuff going um, on. Yeah, and and you know just taking it one day at a time, and so I'm excited about that. Um, but yeah, I forgot what I was going with this. Hot, Hot topics. topics. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. Love it for the gig. I love it. I love it. Love it, it. for the gig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, like it's just it's just a different a different way of life for me and I'm adjusting. Um, but you know, um, this gym is going to save a lot of lives um, mm -hmm. because I'd be wanting to strangle some people. <laughs> um, and that so I, all that steam. Yeah, for real. Like really, really for real. Um, but I'm, I'm just grateful that it's working thus far. And so mm -hmm. just keep praying for me that it's going to keep working and we can make some shit happen. After a while, you'll forget about it. Yeah. I stopped smoking like a, a year or so ago. Really? And I thought it was going to be very hard. I just yeah. feel like there's a lot of marijuana usage just in my family. Mm -hmm. and just, it's just, it is what it is. Well, you know, I mean, that's how we cope because it's like, you know, <laughs> weed is like, you know, like Cat Williams said, the fuck it drug. Like, <laughs> and if you're living in America and you're black and you don't know um, 
if you you're not smoking weed, what are you doing with yourself? <laughs> Especially if you live in New York City, because this shit is 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 crazy. Oh um, man! But I started I, smoking at thirty. See, really? like you had never. Before? No, I had done it the first time I did it. I was twenty three, mm-hmm. um, and then I started doing it regularly at thirty. But that's because I had, um, well, actually, it was more like twenty eight. Um, I had seizures, mm. and I started. My yeah. my husband was like, "You might just," he's like, "Might want to try and just see if it hmm. helps." And I was having seizures probably like at least once a week, wow. like minimum. Oh um, and now I have them probably three or four times a year, if wow. that. Wow. That's crazy, right? Yeah, I read, yeah. I read wow. about that. Yeah. The oil and how they use it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and mm. I was very upset with her because she got high without me for her first time. Dang. But that's true. Well, you ain't right. It's okay. It's you okay. Don't worry. We, we the Lord punished me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because the first time I the first time I got high, uh, about twenty minutes, no, maybe like an hour after I had like been like, oh my gosh, I'm I I just smoked weed. <laughs> Is this oh my my goodness, I am feeling things. You and were... then the cops knocked on the door. <gasps> no. And That's the worst they thing were that like ever happened. Yeah. That is the worst. Well no, first they called my phone and I hung up. They Wait, called what? you. They called me. It was it was um the campus police. It was at Ball State. Oh my god. They called and I and I hung up because I was like, oh no, that's a mistake. <laughs> like and I just hung up and I thought if I pretended it wasn't happening, they wouldn't. <laughs> nothing would happen. And so then they showed up at the door and my friend was like, she said, Ashley, the cops are here for you. And I was like, oh is this no. The, this the she said they girl? said they called, and I said they did. They is did. This- <laughs> <laughs> they did call. I hung up, and she said, I think you should go talk to him and I was like okay and it turned out that while I was upstairs getting high for the first time a drunk driver hit and ran uh, like my car downstairs and so I go downstairs and my door like the whole side of my car the door is all messed up Wow! and I'm like oh no and the cop is telling me what happened they got it on video and they caught the guy but I should make a claim with my insurance and so they're gonna file a report for that and then he's like, uh, do you want to try to open your door to just see if it works? And I said, okay. And I opened it, and my door made the most god-awful screeching sound. It was like, oh. like it was really terrible. Oh, my God. And as soon as that happened, I started laughing. <laughs> and I couldn't stop <laughs> laughing. in front of the officer. And, oh, the, and the officer was like, oh, people have different reactions to this thing. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, no, for, yeah, yeah, no, listen, no, I'm sorry, this is real sad. You know, like, I was very, this is is very sad. And then um, he was like, all right, here's your, uh, like, a a number or something to call, and he handed me his card, and I dropped it, and then he went, whoopsie-daisy, and picked it up, and when he said, whoopsie-daisy, I fell over laughing. This grown ass man just went whoopsie daisy and I was like, oh no. And I hit the ground laughing. And literally the cop I mean, he's a campus cop, you know well, what I mean? Like So he was just like, uh, all right. Uh, right, like, right, he's, right, like, right. like he kinda looked at me like, damn girl. You know? And then he oh, just Were you still help. were you still that living with funny. the girl with the one nipple at the time? No, I was uh, what nipple? It got burnt off in a fire. <gasps> Her one. <laughs> it got- <laughs> no, it's not funny. <laughs> okay, listen. Woo! Hot topic! <laughs> Literally. 
It got right. literally. Okay, I'm sorry. Was, but yeah, it got burnt off in a fire, so she only had one. Listen, no, she has a lie. baby now, and I really want to ask her what like, happened <laughs> in that one. Like, I really just want to be like, like, how do you get it out? Like, is it gonna exactly like, explode? because there's nothing. It's like a Barbie booby. It's like nothing, nothing there. there. It's like it's wow. like it's just smoothness. And so I like saw she, it because I had to. You know, I'm not. She, she must have to like have it drained or something. I have no idea what you do about your like, milk is there a coming titty in. I don't know if there's a titty <laughs> catheter. <laughs> I just know mm. that she had like I'm a Barbie booby and now she got a baby. And... Look, Christiani's in the bathroom. I'm not here today. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we yeah. we just gonna move sorry. on. Sorry, sorry. sorry. Um, so in, in hot topic news, we're going to go right in uh, to um, what everybody wants to talk about. Um, Bette Midler. Woo! Mm. What in the first wives club hell? Right. What? Um, and y'all. Around Hocus Pocus, and, and listen, she it's knows she, we all want to watch that movie. How and now we can't. Like, and now you won't. Like, ma'am, right. like Bette Midler oh. has been the the apple of my eye for a long. Beaches is my favorite movie. Oh. Oh. Like, I, you know, like a bet. So, bet if you don't know, if you're not caught up to date, um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Bette Midler said and and quoted uh, Yoko. I don't even care who she is. Yoko um, Ono, who was quoting Zora Neale Hurst. Oh, I, I, I met her in the elevator the other day, by the way. Who? Y- Yoko Ono. Oh, did you? Yeah, it was so random. Was the, this like, is before Bet or after? Before, before. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. Crazy. But <laughs> um, back to okay, that. well, Bette Miller said, uh, quote, women are the N-word of the world, mm. end quote. Raped, beaten, enslaved, married off, worked like dumb animals, denied education and inheritance, enduring the pain and, and danger of childbirth and life in silence for thousands of years. They are the most disrespected creatures on the earth. Um, she also went on to say, I think I have the, the other tweet as well, where she apologizes. Too or, she, or she doubled, actually she doubled down yeah. um, on, the, uh, on the experience. And it's like, oh God, I, 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 I'm, okay, first of all, let's just do this tweet. Um, she she doubled down and said, I gather I have offended many by the last tweet. Women are the et cetera is a quote from Yoko Ono from 1972, which I never forgot. It rang true then and it rings true today. Whether you mm-hmm. like it or not, this is not about race. This is about the status of women, their history. Um, like there is no black women in the world. Like No, we don't. <laughs> like, I mean, which is, like, I mean, my reaction to that, even online, was just, you ever fuck around and find out you don't exist? <laughs> like, <laughs> like you just—I like, mean, truthfully, though, you just yeah. one just day be matter. like, "Well, well, damn, right. I sure did think I was somebody." <laughs> right. Bet set me right, I guess. I mean, no, it was—it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. It's a bastardized quote over and over and over. It's a mixture of quotes, not just from. Yoko Ono in 1972. <laughs> Malcolm X said something very similar before that. Zora Neale Hurston said something even more similar before that. Like, even in your disrespect of black women, you are misquoting black women. Right. <laughs> how? How? Um, it's I, levels. <laughs> I, I can't. Um, and so she has now um, issued an apology. Um, after everybody laid into that ass, mm. rightfully so, um, and and went the fuck off on her because she she just wasn't thinking. She said the b- too brief investigation of allegations against uh, Kavanaugh infuriated me, 
Angrily, I tweeted without thinking my choice of words would uh, would be enraging to black women who doubly suffer, both by being women and by being black. I'm an ally and stand with you, always have, and I apologize. Well, girl, the racist popped out. Yes. That's what I'm saying. I, when yes. I read that I am an ally, I felt like in, in being one, when you decided to type... Mm. Wh- how how did it not come to you that what the what the hell am because I you're saying? Not a, what? Even because even you're in not the use ally. of that you, word, like <laughs> yeah, like ally. even thinking about that word, like right. what? How could you continue well, to write and say this is this is this exactly is what this I you know? Is the is thing solid. is, ally is an active word. Right. To ally is a verb. Yeah. Right. Okay, first of all. Second of all, we don't need no more allies. We need accomplices. Mm-hmm. You need people who are going to put themselves in front of the vulnerable while lifting the voices of the vulnerable from behind them. Yeah. Like that's what you need people to do. And not only in front when it's cameras around or somebody right. paying attention. Mm-hmm. In front mm-hmm. when there's danger. It's a feel yeah. like, good word for them now. It's a yes. feel good. It's like, you know, it yes. makes me feel good. I'm an ally. Right. Yeah. I'm right. an ally. You know, it's like not the, racist. Yeah. Like best no, you're not. Black. It's like the oh. people, it's like the people, how many people rocked a red ribbon who, you know, couldn't give a shit about the actual people living with AIDS exactly. and HIV. Mm. Exactly. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, they don't care, but they want to wear the ribbon because that's the good thing to do. And mm. it right. Them or the safety pin. Right. Yeah. The mm. safety pin. The safety pin. Why, why do I need to look for a safety pin, bitch? Speak up. Just do right. it. Right. Yeah. Just like, live is, it. Just be it. What is the problem? I just don't yes. understand what the problem it's is. It's really not that. We don't need a uniform for it. We need action right people are looking for a safe way to be a revolutionary yeah Yeah. and that's really what it is is they want to identify with the revolutionaries and the heroes and the change agents and the people who got things done Mm -hmm. but they don't want that same level of risk yeah Yeah. they don't want and and that's and and like i said you know uh, earlier this week white rage is very selective Mm -hmm. because there are so many white people speaking up about this particular sexual assault Case oh, yeah. and, and Kavanaugh and and uh, the doctor, the woman that is, um, you know, that testified. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I'm confused where y'all at when the black bodies are laying in the streets where the, I, the actual death is happening. I was just having this conversation with somebody today about how if you don't see the the connection between Kavanaugh's reaction in the hearing to the fact that the the officer who just shot Tamir Rice yeah. is mm-hmm. now working employed, again, recently yeah. employed. The, as a police that, officer. As a police officer. That, that you, if you can't see the connection in these white men winning because they will always win because of a particular mm. thing, then, then, you're, then you're missing it. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, it's troubling when people can rally behind. And, and I, I hate, I don't want to pick a struggle because pain no. is pain. Mm-hmm. But if you, can, if you can rally behind Me Too and you can rally behind um, the protection of women's bodies, then you have to rally behind the protection of these black men's but you have to yeah. you have to because you can't pick one and say well I'm in danger and right. I wish you the best for everybody you can't you can't do that right. you yeah. can't but you let's can't. remind you, 53% of white women voted for Trump. Uh, so they're they're protecting their own interests. You know, they they didn't um, burn their own house down. They they wanted this. This is what they wanted to but happen. That's because they what people don't understand at least not to me is that when other people are safer and when other people have more rights and when other people have access to basic goods and basic needs and basic dignity, just dignity, everybody benefits. Everybody benefits. Every, you benefit when I win. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. If winning is being able to live my life and take care of myself and live a life of dignity, right? Because it's then, a cycle. Because it like, is a cycle. Right. It's a, It's over and over and over. And people keep thinking 
oh, I'm going to hoard it. I'm yeah. going to hoard mine. I'm going to hoard the power I have. I'm going to hoard the power that I'm adjacent to. Right. Because right. that's what it is with white women. White mm-hmm. women understand, whether they want to admit it or not, that they benefit greatly from the patriarchal Definitely. white supremacist right. system. Right. But which is why I think when something like Kavanaugh happens, you have people who are like... <gasps> flabbergasted because they're like wait 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 a second now we i thought we were on the same team yeah you know and i feel like that's when they feel obligated to speak up some of them feel obligated to speak up yeah but it that's when it just kind of bothers me is that if you're going to be so forthcoming with 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 your fight to to, you know put on a pink hat and talk about women's rights and i just don't understand how you can't be as equally passionate as everybody winning as everybody benefiting from dignity i can't tell you how many white women have put together a panel or a march or something like that who hit my inbox 48 72 hours before because they need a black representation because they need some black representation Mm -hmm. that happens to me all of the time somebody to show they they somebody all of a sudden went now we don't have any people of color on this. You know what? I have Ashley Ford's email. Mm. Let me reach out to Ashley Ford. But what they don't know about Ashley Ford is you that, ain't that kind- one. I'm not the one. Kindness <laughs> is a choice. Right. People think because I'm gentle and I'm kind that I can like just show up for mm. anything and I'll oh I'll just be grateful to now, be Now y'all got to remember she is my friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she is my friend. And yes. I don't I, she's picked up some things from me because I, <laughs> I have picked up some things from her. Yes. Now I'd say more like my grandma Billy Cole yeah, who that is true. who would get Listen. with Andrew all day oh, long. I, that's yes. what we're talking about because it, her grandmother um came and saw us in a production uh, of of Dream Girls. Mm-hmm. And she saw us, and she, her ex boyfriend um, named Brett Tubbs. Shout out to Brett. Brett He's Tubbs. one of our uh, good friends. Um, we were in a production of Dream Girls. He played Curtis Taylor Jr., I played Jimmy Early. Mm-hmm. And we're both light skinned. And, and uh, so there was a time where uh, we were sort of competing for Ashley, but that's another, another story. <laughs> Now we're wow. both. Now we're both gay. We're both gay. Now they're oh. both gay. Right. Um, but now we're competing for each other, honey. That's what you didn't know. Oh well. Oh. No. <laughs> no. I love uh, you, Brett, but no, I ain't yeah, not it. And, and like Brett would be the same way. Right, yeah, right. They're, they're both like. Mm, That's my nah. brother. <laughs> <laughs> but we were on stage together doing that production, and and her grandmother looked up at us. She said, "Look, look at Brett and Andrew up there uh, trying to outblack each other." <laughs> <laughs> And then she came home and told Ashley, said, because I used to come and pick up Ashley every every morning for, for school uh, when I got a car in my junior, my senior year, junior year, I got a car and I would come and pick her up every day in the morning for school. And her grandmother would be there and she said, because she would see me beginning, I was always like running late uh, driving the car and like, because I had a car. So I was like, I could just, you, you know, live. whip it. Right. right. Yeah. It. And I, you know, I smoked a half a blunt on the way to yes. school. <laughs> it was nothing. Listening to Brandy, you know, turning up my uh, full moon, like full that moon. full moon album. Uh, oh, uh, moon. Aphrodisiac was the album like that year, like 2005. Yes. Des- Destiny Fulfilled wow. came out, so you know Ooh, I was like, was I was waking up smoking good and you like, oh, I was living so my good. best life, yeah. so good. Um, but I would pull up to pick her up for school, and her grandmother would be like. <laughs> Andrew just has such a, a nice grade of hair, but he keeps it so dry. Oh. Damn. <laughs> That's why I said his hair looked moisturized. <laughs> right. Because his gra- my grandma used to just kill Andrew. Oh, she used to kill me. No. But I loved oh her so much. But she also, Aww. and to be fair, the reason why she gave Andrew so much shit is because she really loved Brett. She did love Brett. And she was heartbroken. Yeah. <laughs> with Brett. And I was like, Grandma, he's gay. Like, there's yeah. nothing. Like, Aww, and she was grandma. like, you ain't mad? I'm like, how am I be mad about him being gay? <laughs> like, what, like, was he, like, clearly he's been trying. <laughs> right. And she really 
really loved Brett and she knew that I was Aww. trying to like come in and take Brett. I was she, very competitive. Like, I mean, yeah. I was coming trying to come in and take Ashley from Brett. Like mm-hmm. our and so freshman she year was high like, school. No. Yeah. She so was, it was like, like no, Brett. And she never forgot that. Like, she was she like, never no. That. She's like, Brett was so much nicer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she did love me though. She did she like did. me. Um, and yeah. so yeah, God God rest her soul. I'm I'm um rest in peace to Billy Coles. Rest in peace, Billy Coles. Yeah. Um but also, let's go on to, in the same realm, so you know our co-host, uh, Ambry Mon. Princess. Mm-hmm. Princess Ambry Mon, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Um, she had uh, posted a tweet um, about this experience and what bet, and well, let me go back really quickly because I want I want to know, are you guys talking to other like white theater artists about this particular instance? I haven't gotten to yet. I've, we've been in tech, so everybody's been like in their own dressing rooms, mm-hmm. not really communicating, so we haven't got to talk about it, but I'm interested to yeah, see so, what. Someone commented on one of my statuses and you know i'm at the point where she you know she admitted that it was wrong but she had some segue and she was like oh, oh yeah but and i'm not in the place yeah. or space or i don't have the time to even hear yeah a, a rebuttal yeah i understand that because i'm just interested to see like if we're going to be talking about this with our white patrons and our white theater artists um, then I also need to slide in there that you know, hey, well, what, what did you, what do you think about Black Lives Matter? What do you think about mm-hmm. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. the black bodies in the street? Because those right. people are dying. This is not oh, life yeah. or death. Right. I mean, it eventually can be because he's sitting in the Supreme Court. Yeah. Um, right. But at this point, it's not life or death. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, right. But it is a moral compass that we sort of really need to evaluate. And I want us to really yeah. think about how we're going to address the the white patrons that are are wanting to talk about this because they're obviously very vocal. Right. So mm-hmm. let's, if we're going to have the discussion, let's talk about it. Let's right. have it all. But um, Amber tweeted something out she said because y'all know that um so a couple of weeks ago during the emmy stephanie j block talked about and we talked about it on the show and amber you know went in about it too that um stephanie j block uh deleted a tweet so i can't find it right now i should have screenshotted it but she said something along the lines of calling Issa ray a girl like girl you need to get off your your phone phone. like in a in a way that was a tone uh the way that it was worded just didn't it rubbed a lot of people the wrong way um, because Issa Rae was standing up to clap for Betty White, but her phone drops, and so she picked it up to try to see if it was cracked. And when she picked it up to try to see if it was cracked at all, the camera went right to her, so it looks like she was on her phone. Mm-hmm. Um, so Stephanie J. Block, you know, said, "I don't know who that girl is," um, which who I'm sure Issa Rae is making a lot more money than <laughs> you are, Stephanie J. Block, yeah. uh, uh, being Cher uh, in in the musical that nobody's going to want to see. Ooh, bathroom. I, I, I can promise bathroom you, nobody's break. gonna want to see this show. <laughs> um, and and um, I hope, but I hope that you know my people stay employed because there's some people over there that I love. I want y'all to stay employed. Um, but we'll, you know, listen. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Stephanie J. Block said this about Issa Rae. Um, a lot of people went in, and so when this new bet situation happened, uh, Amber Mon, um, Princess Amber Mon, tweeted out. Uh, she said, y'all really need some black friends, post-haste, directly. Why would y'all tweet such tomfoolery and think it's okay? Jesus help. CC Bette Midler's at Stephanie J. Block as well. Uh, throw your phone in the river. Go read your Bible and eat some vegetables. I'm tired. <laughs> um, is what, I can't is, wait till Amber's a grandma. Listen. Because uh, <laughs> it's she only going to get better. Right. It's only, only going to get better. The materials is going to get richer and richer. Refined. She not go eat some vegetables. Right. But, um, she and then so somebody tried to reply to her and say um, she was referring to John. I hate when white people try to come in and try to educate. Like we don't know what we're talking about. Like mm-hmm. we haven't. Like girl, I read the same thing you I read, read bitch. Thing. Like I read, I read the, the same, same exact thing. thing that you read. 
Right. And so she said she was referring to a John and then tried to put a Wikipedia link. Amber said, guess what? That doesn't make it any better. Read her tweet without that line and it has the same impact. She said, fair enough. I just wasn't sure if you knew. She uh, she said she retweeted a retraction where she addressed it. Like, I, bitch, I read it. Right. Um, right. And, it, it's, and it's still gross. Um, and then the other lady replied, I keep thinking about this and wanted you to know that I did hear what you said. I was totally wrong. She came back today. That's actually today, seven hours ago, because I'm reading that this exchange mm-hmm. now. Um, she came back and said that. Um, so amen to her for coming back and saying mm-hmm. she was wrong because, right. woman, we don't need you to explain anything. We can read just like you exactly. can. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so when Morgan James replied, Morgan James replied, um, who's a wonderful uh, actress and a wonderful voice. Her, I mean, she played Tina Marie in Motown, the musical, mm. and her she sings down. We love Morgan James. Yes. Morgan James replied, she said, oh, Lord, what happened after she saw <laughs> Amber's tweet? So th- I guess that sort of uh, sparked Stephanie J. Block to reply because she saw, because they're both, um, they're all, uh, uh, what do you call it? Red, blue check mark. Verified. Oh, yeah, verified, yeah, yeah. so they're verified. And so I guess that, allowed Stephanie J. Block to really see, see it because the exchange. Right, right. It elevated yeah. it. So when Morgan James said, oh Lord, what happened? Stephanie J. Block replied to both of them and she said, um, meet my G.G. Rose and my auntie. She has a picture of of some some women here that are Jewish um, that look, you know, a little bit on the not really, my color, my color, you know, me and Christiani's color. Mm-hmm. Um, that she has this picture of like six or seven women um, that are, or actually it's five women and a, and a gentleman here. Um, she said, meet my uh, Gigi Rose and my aunties. Um, I have so many beautiful skin tones in my family and circle of friends. We love and respect each other greatly. We call each other girl often. Um, no love or respect is lost when said. I'm sorry so many women were affected when I used it. Um, Amber replied and said, with a picture of uh, five black women taking a selfie, she said, meet random girls from Google. We come in all different shades and tones. We love and respect each other greatly. We call each other girl often, but when addressing women outside of our circle, we call them women Hello. because we, uh, our mothers raised us to be respectful and have class. Hashtag next. Don't, don't, don't try don't it. Come. Don't come. Don't try it. You? Don't I never come. would. I never like. Would. Don't come. Never will. Because I, ne- I didn't, like. <laughs> I never will. But um, I, I just thought that was appropriate because you're trying to trying to justify justify right. Which you're wrong. You're just wrong. admit you're wrong. You're wrong. Just and and but you, now you still want to double down on it. And this just you know happened on October the fifth. White uh, people hate being wrong though. They oh, they really can't take do. it. They hate they being they wrong. They cannot take it. And I like and this idea, this weird thing that they do of like look at my proximity to a person of color. I hate right. That. And it's like and and it's like they know enough my. now not to say, you know, I've had black people to my home for dinner. <laughs> so they just know that. so yeah. they just find it more like interesting, right. I guess, ways to do it, but it's really the same it thing. It really is the same thing. You know, like it's really weird. Like I, I don't like that. I don't. I, hate it. I don't understand it. Um, but we're tired. Tired. Like, we are yes. beyond. Yeah, tired. And yes. Good for, good for Amber for yeah. saying like. Mm, I said yeah, what for I sticking said. up for herself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like Amber's a smart woman. She is. You can't try it. Yeah, she definitely is a, is, is a smart woman, and um. I'm I'm just happy that she's able to be vocal and and that we have these platforms where we can mm-hmm. really speak out for people of color because normally we would be nervous and scared like oh I can't say this to right. Bette Midler right. I can't say this to Stephanie J Block right. you know I might not work or I might you know and that's that should not be the case we should be able to no. have these dialogues and have these discussions and keep moving forward because right. it does not affect the art right. at this time but it how yeah. it will affect if I support your art or not yeah um, right. but yeah so I think that it's great that we're able to do this and and um, I'm 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 just. I'm over having to explain and educate um, white people. 
Yeah, it's yeah. straining. It's it's, it's it's not something yeah. we should have to do. Um, but it's it's like it, we're never going. When, when does it stop? Here's the thing. Just don't. My husband's white, and but Kelly's different. A different breed. <laughs> he is, but the only difference. It's not who he is. Like, he wasn't like... Kelly was raised in Noblesville, right. Indiana. You know what I mean? Where, Like, whereas we had, like, a few white kids in, like, our school. Uh-huh. He had, I think, two in his whole school. Mm-hmm. And we had a small school. He had a huge school. Like Wait, this two is, white people or two black people? Two black people. Okay, wow. Like, mm-hmm. his whole school. Like, so, you know, the thing with Kelly's that... And this is what I've noticed with my white friends in general, because Ashley's the same way. Our friend Uh Ashley is the Mm -hmm. same way. Some white people are just willing to do their own work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they're never going to be the white people who are standing up, talking a bunch of stuff, making whole careers and stuff out Mm -hmm. of going around the country and talking about race. It's never those people. Right. It's people like my, like our best friend and like my husband who are just generally like, I watch myself. Yeah, I understand in every instance the implication that my whiteness brings into a situation, and I'm the one on guard looking out for me and how I treat everybody else here. Yeah, right. like he's right. just doing his own work. Yeah, right. yeah, that's it. Yes, and when people say stuff to me, like because you know people will say stuff like, right. "Wasn't well, it weird having to explain stuff to him?" I'm like, "I don't, I don't have to. I don't right. have to." Like, and we, and don't, we don't even, when we talk regularly, we don't watch our mouths like Kelly is. No, you don't have right. to. Right. Mm-hmm. It's it's really, it's right. really the best thing. I love Kelly so much. And, but like, everybody could do like, that, though, with any sort of privilege. Like, yes. I, I, it, it, that's all it takes. Because even yes. as a person, human, yeah. it's, you just got to do it. Like, yeah. it, yes. I have to be careful, like, with having an education. Like, I, I love to talk to people now about the things that I want to do and the things I want to, like, change. And I and but that in itself is privilege because mm-hmm. I was yep. able to go to school and yep. be educated on the things that need to change. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that I, I, you just have to acknowledge it, yeah. and that's okay. Yep. And it's yeah. hard, and it's hard to tell say somebody who wasn't able to have an education or whatever. It's hard to say like I learned this, and this is why I want to be better, and this is why it's hard. It's difficult to acknowledge yeah. that you have something yes. over somebody else. Right. But once it's there and it's out in the open, the the way you can learn, the way that yes. you can. The way you interact with people will become so different. And I think that the problem is that these people, they're just afraid to be wrong or just afraid yep. to be. It's okay. Yeah. It is okay. okay. Our wrong. history, the way our history is set up, it's, it's, okay it's, a, it's, it's a long ways before you. But what you shouldn't do is continue to just live in it right. Right. and thrive in it and act like nothing's going on. Right. Also, and let's that, just be real. It's not, if you're a white person, it's not going to ruin your life. Right. People keep, right. they act like, oh, I ruined my life. I'm like, you was embarrassed no. on the internet for three weeks. Right. right. Like that was that was the worst. You right. get embarrassed for three weeks right. in this yeah. in this economy. Right. People were talking about you. Right. Like yes. Like that's embarrassing. Yeah. But you know what? I can't think of anybody. You go look for somebody whose life was actually ruined. Like well, there they are, can't there work. are people that I mean, they can't do, but they can't. But they work deserve and they can't it. Do stuff like des- that. Some people deserve like some people that like the the racist lawyer. Um, yeah, that, you know, oh, yeah. You know, there's some people deserve not to be in the same they, level or but the same I place as they were. He was working again. I'm like, not for certain, but I know that there are some people that have been had their lives like completely changed that cannot find jobs right. in the same industry anymore because this pops up every time they Google their name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, I mean, you don't have a right to it. And I'm not mad. At, like, yeah. yeah, I'm not mad at that. <laughs> like, yeah. you, right. you chose, you chose it. Right. So, uh, you know take the consequences so yeah yeah i i I want i and i feel a little naive to say that her heart was in the right place but i think that bet had she just thought 
before yes. she spoke. Her heart. Yes. Had she just thought. Had she just her, thought of it. Her heart was back in 1962. <laughs> Hello. Because she used the word nigga. <laughs> right. Like, what? I mean, she yeah. said N word. She didn't. N-word, she she but knew like, better, but she typed N word. She typed N word. Right. Like using that word alone. Right. Or thinking about that should set You don't get any. You don't get any type of abbreviation. Any like you don't get that. Don't say. Don't even. Bring yeah. it up. Don't, don't mention don't it. Breathe, don't breathe by it. Don't even. I guess, I guess what I'm saying is her, her, her point could have been met in, in a so different many way. other ways. In so yes. many other ways. In so, so many other ways. Many other yes. ways. Yes. While acknowledging that like black women exist. Yes. But, so it's like it, it but, but it's revealing. Mm, it's when revealing. somebody's in a moment of like of, anger right. and maybe like panic, like what they say and what they do in that moment is mm. revealing. Yeah. Right, and I, sure. so it's one of those things where it's like, do I think the the Bette Midler in Happy Times who feels like she has a moment to step back would have said something different? Absolutely. But the Bette Midler <laughs> who right. was like nervous and right. frustrated said she, that. Like she revealed her her true self. Mm-hmm. Yes. What's under them yes. blankets, girl? She said, and I, I feel think, like a nigga. Yeah, but that, right. but isn't that the thing, right? Like that's what happens with people. Yeah. How many people have look, you known who it's like everything was good until the minute they got stressed out and then they said something wild to right. you yeah. or did something wild and you yeah. were like, what? Like, oh, I'm so <laughs> sorry. I, you know, I just wasn't in the right I place. was hangry. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, you're like, no, nah, you can't just call me the n of my you didn't first have a piece ex- of cheese. Right. <laughs> yeah. right. No, absolutely not. <laughs> One of my first experiences here in the city, I was walking, um, it was after the opening night of Trip to Bountiful with Cicely Tyson. Oh, Cicely, yes. I was uh, I walking through Times Square. Uh, Andre DeShields of Amos Behaven, uh, Full Monty, original cast member, who we ran into on yes, the Yes, I did. One of my, just, he's spoken, he's spoken into my life countless times, and a really good friend of mine. Um, and he was walking me from uh, the theater to the party. We were literally walking in the middle of Times Square down the street. He did not care. We were walking by uh, horses and stuff and, like, carriages, cars. And, like, he just was walking and talking with me. And he said, um, who do you think was the uh, choreographer for a show, Bette Midler show? Because we were walking, but Bette Midler was on Broadway at the time. She was doing that um, that critics show. She was a one-woman show where she was a critic. Mm-hmm. I can't think mm-hmm. of the name of it. Um, and he said, who do you think was a Barry, uh, Bette Midler's first choreographer when she was on Broadway? I said, I'm not for sure. He said, me. He said, so when you when you start to build this platform, don't do to them what they've done to us. Mm-hmm. Um, find a way to include them. And I thought about that for a while. Um, and I love Andre DeShields, but now I'm just like, no. <laughs> No, I, I, there's no way that I can do that um, because they already have enough. Mm. There's mm-hmm. enough for you. Um, and, and this is another example because I, at first I was feeling like, well, I love Bette Midler. I love, you know, she's she's done so much mm-hmm. um, and so many great things. She's inspired me. And I, I mm-hmm. never really thought about her as a, um, I guess, as a white woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Some people in your mind are just icons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I never really thought of her as a white woman, but she is a white woman who has lived as a white woman. As a white woman. Um, and e- even when I read, you know, Jennifer Lewis's book, uh, mm-hmm. Jennifer Lewis speaks very highly of Bette Midler. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Jennifer Lewis is black as hell. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I wonder what Jennifer loud. Lewis thought Right, exactly. So it's just like, mm-hmm. but we still, like, no matter your proximity to blackness and black mm-hmm. people and, and people that have lived this experience, you will always be a white woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and that white woman jumped out. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and that's unfortunate and sad because now we have to take a look at everything else right you know in right, a different right, in a different right. eye mm-hmm. right like and so yeah. it's like girl i'm so glad you're not on on broadway no more right now because 
them tickets probably would be going. Uh, it would be boycotts outside of oh, yeah. the yeah. theater. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah. we're gonna move on because this is just so so much. We're gonna move on. That was <sighs> the the main hot topic this week that just had everybody up in arms. Um, but we're also gonna talk about some good stuff. Uh, Dominique Mariso, yes, who we love to keep her name in our mouth. Uh, playwright. Uh, won the uh, MacArthur Foundation Genius Grant. She is definitely she a did. genius. Uh, yes. She's also coming to Broadway with her first show really soon for um, Ain't Too Proud. Yes. yes, yes, yes. Um, but we're going to talk about the fellowship comes with, uh, the fellowship she just won comes with a $625,000 no strings attached stipend to encourage and continued creative, ching, creative ching. endeavors. Like she's wow. paid. Paid. Wow. You don't be asking Dominique for no money, y'all. <laughs> But she got a, a nice a nice check because she she's got a genius. On top of the checks, um, and she deserves. She um, deserves it. Her the Detroit, Detroit Project trilogy, consisting of Detroit '67, Paradise Blue, and Skeleton Crew, and Sunset Baby, um, is just a dynamic, uh, uh, d- dynamic. Just the dynamic. All of her plays Collection. are just great. Uh, d- yeah, yeah. Collect- yes, that's what I'm trying to say. You know what I'm trying to say. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> um, bringing it on in, bringing it together for me. <laughs> um, but in each of her plays, she aims to shed light on broken systems and hardships that affect life in urban African-American communities across various areas. Mostly her plays take place in Detroit um, because that's where she's from. Um, she is a Lucille Lortel, an Outer, Outer Critics Circle Award uh, nominee, um, and she just had her play that was at Lincoln Center Pipeline um, mm-hmm. on the big screen the big in a screen, lot of yeah. a lot of uh, theaters uh, nationwide wow. and so I'm very very proud of her I'm happy for because she truly deserves she's um, an amazing person yeah she's awesome 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 so we love Dominique Riso. shout out to her for winning that um, speaking of Ain't Too Proud which she's the book writer of they just announced um, the cast mm. of that show yes. which is like Coming phenomenal in. so uh, the LA cast was uh, Derek Baskin as Otis Williams James Harkness as Paul Williams uh, Jawan M. Jackson as Melvin Franklin Jawan. Jeremy Pope as uh, Eddie Kendricks and Ephraim Sykes as uh, David Ruffin um, and there's also you know some Nasia uh, my friend Nasia's in there there's a couple of people you know some beautiful women in there uh, some other beautiful men um, and so I'm just really excited about them and congratulations to them that Taylor, show is coming sorry don't forget my girl Taylor Ta- Taylor yes so, now when yes. is that coming uh, that is coming uh, the previews will begin February 28th and with the opening on March 21st. Wow. Um, so wow. go ahead and get your tickets because they will be selling so. out. Because <laughs> Yeah. The show's been selling out because in, in, it's on out of town right now. So I think it's in, in Toronto. Mm. Um, and the show is like one of the highest grossing shows for each one of the theaters that it's playing at. Wow. Um, and so it's been really, really I great. I want to go. I see that. Yeah. I mean, Jersey Boys ran for how many years? Ten years. Um, ten years. Yeah, ten years. Because yeah. I remember, that's how I met Titus Burgess. Wow. Um, at the ten year anniversary of of because he originated the black person role in the the only black person in the show <laughs> uh, Titus Burgess he originated that role um, yeah so it's been on on for ten years so that's crazy right? that's crazy that's because wild. my point is the Temptations music is no Tina Shea just far better right so, so that much better it is so much better facts yeah I mean <laughs> well and and. I mean, Motown before it left. I mean, that's. I mean, it wasn't a great book, but it was a jukebox musical, and that was selling out. And mm-hmm. they still closed it anyway, right? Mm. To bring in other stuff. I think they brought in with Ch- Ch- uh, Charlie and Chocolate Factory. I don't know what they brought. In. I forget. Um, but they brought Didn't in something we go else. See that? What Motown? Motown? Yeah, I mean, I saw it so many different times. Okay. Did you see it? I did see it. I don't remember if we went together. I don't think we went together. I think that was a time where you was being funny. You was going with oh. Lena Dunham or something. That is not. No, that was raising the sun. You went to go not see a without call me. Out. No, that was something. Yeah, I went to go see Raising the Sun without you. Yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. that was because somebody else bought me a ticket uh-huh. and took me to go see mm-hmm. it. But we Who did go see Motown together because we went with Brett. 
And I was still on crutches. It was right after I <gasps> You moved were on here. crutches. Yes, I do remember that. Yeah. Oh, so, my yeah. goodness. Oh, wow. But anyway. Anyway, continue. yeah, right. Because, you know, I'm going to get mad all over again. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of uh, one of the stars of Ain't Too Proud, Jeremy Pope, yeah. he's also coming to Broadway again. Yeah. Um, he's going to start in Broadway in December. So, like, this booked. is, like, he's booked. He's so booked. They literally he's moved the show so that he could do both of these shows wow. on Broadway. Wow. That's amazing. Um, you know, that's the tea I got. So, yes. <laughs> um, but he's going to be doing Terrell Alvin McCraney, asking Oscar winner, Oscar winner, mm. the Oscar ah. winning Terrell Alvin McCraney. Uh, he's going to uh, his play is called Choir Boy, and that's going to begin. That pre- so oh, good. it's so good, so good, so good. Um, it's a play with music, and so a lot of the music is like acapella. And they but, sing. Oh, they sing down. Uh, mm. Jason Michael Webb is doing the music for that, and you know I, I love him. He did the show that I was in first in a well at the Apollo. Um, and I love him to death. It's one of I my good friends. I loved that. You loved the first night, didn't you? I did. So Jason Michael Webb, did, he wrote the music for that. Him and his partner wrote that that show. Um, but he's doing the music for Choir Boy. The previews begin December 11th. Um, opening uh, is scheduled for January 10th. And it's uh, just a limited run through February 17th. So it's going to be really quick at the Samuel J. Friedman Theater. That's through MTC. And I was just wow. at MTC because, you know, I work at MTC. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And so when I last this past Monday they came in, so I saw Terrell and the cast came in and they all greeted each other. It was just so good to see him. Chuck Cooper's in the show. Uh, Nicholas Ash from um, Queen Sugar. Queen Sugar, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he did the show before he was on Queen yeah, Sugar. Yeah, he was so he was, he was Wait, one of the. Wait, who was he on Queen Sugar? Uh, the the Sun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yes. And so he was in the show when they did it off Broadway at MTC five years ago. Wow. And so yeah. was Jeremy Pope, and um, so was Chuck Cooper. Um, they've also have uh, 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 Daniel. Caesar? Gerald Caesar, Daniel Bellamy, uh, John Clay III, Caleb uh, Eberhard, Marcus Gladney, and J. Quentin Johnson. Um, they'll join uh, those gentlemen that we just not named, as well as Austin Pendleton, and the show will be directed by Trip Coleman. Nice. Um, wow. So that it's is a good show. It is a good show. Amazing. It's it's amazing. Um, so I'm really really happy for them. Oh, I can't wait to see it. Yeah, I like it's. We got some good stuff coming. Uh, American Sun just started previews with Carrie Carrie Washington. <laughs> right. No, that's Wait, they're already in previews? They just started previews uh, oh, just the other goodness. night. Oh, wow. But I've been hearing some mixed things mm. about the show. Nope. Really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You see, like the way oh, I said that. I never heard anything. <laughs> Ooh, I've, been I've been hearing some different things yeah. about the show. I've heard some things, too. I've heard some things, too. I'm a little scared to go see it. I heard... Um, uh, Actually, somebody that we've had on this show before, so I don't mind saying his name, Keele Gibson, um, who is a good friend of the show. He uh, had some some choice words to say about uh, what he thought of this show, um, and uh, he just was basically saying that it was um, white liberal nonsense. Mm. Um, I'm not surprised. That it's Broadway. Yeah, and I don't want to say exactly what he said because I think that gives away part of the show, but just basically mm-hmm. what he was saying that it just it just was um tragedy porn. Oh yeah, I've seen something mm-hmm. like that recently. Yeah, like tragedy porn and so I'm like a, a play? Mm-hmm. You, you want to you want to what it is? I feel bad. I don't you Don't know. feel bad. We are operating in a spirit of excellence. We can discuss our opinions. That doesn't weigh I don't know how other people felt about it, but when we went to go see um I think it was called Sweat Oh, by Lynn Nottage. Yeah. Uh, I, I, <laughs> you know what? And I will say this too, because that's not, I don't think that's Lynn's best work, mm-hmm. but it's the work that has um, white people, the most white people in it. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. And so I think that that's why, you know, it was given the acclaim that it, it is. And I'm not saying the show is bad, but I can definitely see the tragedy porn in it because, um, yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. If you've never seen Sweater Reddit, go and check it out. Um, the way it was done on Broadway was definitely um, interesting. It um, was. I, I would not say it wasn't interesting. I actually really love the set design. Okay. Um, I just, I, th- I think like at a certain point I was like, is is what I think is about to, to happen, happen going to happen? Yeah. And then it did, and, it did, and I yeah. was like, oh no. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Um. I don't know. But yeah. then you know, and and that's diff. Di- that's difficult for me because sometimes, um, sometimes white people just this is the only way that they can receive yes. those types of messages. Yes. It's the only way. It's crazy to me. It really is crazy yes. to me too. Um, but white people it, receive these messages in a. It's not good if it's not traumatic with black people. Yes, it's right. not good. Yes. They don't get it. Um, like we have to die in order yes. for them to for it to be like. Out oh of this my world. god! Right. 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 Um, yes. Yeah, because I mean, even people were saying, you know, Danye Sugar in Our Wounds was so phenomenal. Yes. Um, and even the reviews for that were just not because there was so much black joy. Yeah. Yep. You could. They couldn't That's handle how the sinking ink was. When yeah. It was a uh, people didn't get it, and it was it was joy all through the. There's the so play. much black joy. They just don't wow. understand. And can't process black joy, they especially can't. if it's right. a, if it's a slavery narrative. Right, they, they were can't. ready to come and get right all the dramatics. And... And... Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, right, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It, not the shoulders, <laughs> the shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait. <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> It's so funny because I went to go see Sugar in Our Wounds being like, Woo Lord, what is this? Like, Andrew kind of told me what it was about, but he had so much emotion and he loved it. I was like, Okay, then I'm going to go see it and give it a shot. And I went and saw it and I was worried about where it could go and ended up being like, I think I would follow Danya to the ends of the earth. Oh my God. Like I like I, I stand. Like I, yeah, I, I stand. like So make standing. sure you go see his new show Fireflies. It's yes. actually starring uh Chris Davies, who was he's, on he's, yeah, he, he was, was on Sweat. Yeah. He, was in, yeah. he was on Sweat. Yeah. And he's hilarious. And he's great. And he he's was on, on Atlanta, Atlanta FX. Yes. Um so it's starring him and uh um, sorry yesterday. Oh, I can't think of the girl's name right now. DeWanda Wise, who was uh the star of Sunday shows? They do have Sunday shows. Yes. Um, which is why he's not here right now. Yeah. Um, so she was. Uh, she's got to have it. She's got to have it. She's yep. also yeah. an underground, and that's where I yes. first saw uh, her. Yeah. Underground. She's amazing. She is amazing, and she yeah. has some gorgeous eyes. Her her spirit was yeah. really good too. Um, yeah. Met her after the show. She's just a nice spirit. I love people yeah, with good spirits. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But also speaking of Keila Gibson, uh, shout out to him. He is uh, one of the uh, writing fellows for the Playwrights Realm. Nice. So he's uh, his play uh, New Slaves was picked up, and he will be having a, a writing fellowship there. And so I'm proud of him. So exciting for that. Congratulations. Um, so congratulations, Keeley. Yeah, we love black excellence. And we're going to keep writing moving. But American Sun um, begins previews, uh, well, it began previews yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, it runs through January 27th. So it is a a limited run, mm. 16 weeks. You also get your tickets now if you want to go see the tragedy porn. I want to see mm-hmm. Carrie um, Washington on stage. Oh, I do too. That's why I'm going. I really want to see her on stage. So it, mm-hmm. it's American Sun takes place at a Florida police station in the middle of the night where a mother, Carrie Washington, is engaged in a search for her missing teenage son. Soon her husband, um, Pascal, who is this? Pascal? Oh, um, Adam uh, Pascal, right? No, not Adam Pascal. This Pascal, is Stephen. Um, Stephen Pascal. Yeah, Steve Pascal. <laughs> <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> it's, it's Adam Pascal for sure. Adam Pascal. <laughs> oh, okay. Wrong as hell. Pasquale or whatever. Pasquale, Stephen Pasquale, whatever. Yeah. You know, I think he was in Once. That's what I think I know from from Once. He's okay. in Once. Um, yeah, you know, white man. Um, <laughs> appears and the evening spirals out of control. Um, yeah. So, 
Woo, that's that's happening. So go see Kerry Washington and all the you know we talked last week about all the black people that were funding that Gabrielle Union. Mm-hmm. Um, you you interviewed Gabrielle Union before, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Gabby. A, yeah, she's, I know Gabby. <laughs> Girl, I can't. Um, <laughs> uh, also, uh, Shonda Rhimes, who. You know Shonda Rhimes too. I'm familiar with Yeah, Shonda. she's aren't she, like doesn't she read your work and you're like in a writing group or something? Oh, there's a networking group that we're both yeah, part okay. of. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. She's nice. Yeah, let me think. You know Jada Pinkett too? I do not know Jada. Okay, so she's Jada. producing this show. <laughs> because Red Table Talks it, give it, me my yes. life. Red Table Talks is everything. Oh my God. Yeah, uh, I love that. I love it too. So. I love that that whole her mother, the daughter, the yes, whole dynamic of me her. Me too. Me too. Uh, it's just healthy. Yeah. It's so healthy. Yeah. yeah I, love, I it. love it. The one between her and, and Gabrielle Union. That was yes. beautiful. Yes. That was beautiful. Yeah. I love it. Well, it also, uh, another uh, distinguished playwright, Susan Lori Parks, mm. um, is going to be honored with the Steinberg Distinguished Playwright Award. Come on. Um, so congratulations yes. to Susan Lori Parks, who has done so many different great things for the theater. Mm. She has. Um, and she keeps working. It's just, it's... It's a, a great. It's great. I just love her so much. Uh, the honor is presented by, uh, what every other year to an American playwright whose body of work has made significantly uh, significant contributions to the American theater. Mm. Um, yeah. So congratulations to her, Queen. Queen. She, well, okay. So this says she made history in 2002 as the first African American woman to receive the Pulitzer Prize in drama for her play Top Dog Underdog. Yeah. Mm. Um, and has na- she won this award this year? So that's a feat, and she keeps winning. She's like. Mm. She's, she keeps making good work. Yeah, she's she laid the path for Dominic Mariso, and hmm. and she's mm-hmm. going to be coming right behind her. So I love, 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 love. Um, Tina Turner, the musical. Yes. Oh, I know you're really excited. I'm excited yes. too. Yeah, it's yes, coming from London. So um, did y'all see those videos? Yeah. Oh, Adrian Warren is not playing with y'all hoes. <laughs> I've heard. But Adrian Warren has always been a diligent. She's not um, playing. A diligent actress and a diligent oh. talent. She she goes hard like she goes in i've heard um shuffle things. along like she blew yes. my mind on shuffle that. along like oh great how could how I know. it was I great know. how i know i'll send you the bullet Ooh, please, um, please, <laughs> please 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 yeah please. i'll send it to you um but yeah it it, it just she she's gonna really uh, she's coming for that tony yeah um yes. musical we begin pro, uh, broadway performances fall 2019 uh, nice. there's no cast set yet but I'm sure Adrian is coming because who else is going to do it right. um, the venue and yeah. the, right. <laughs> the press release didn't come out right. yet Ashley but said. it's, it's going to be her um, yeah and so I'm really really excited for that um, also King Kong started previews this yes. week yes we started previews yeah. day before yesterday yeah how you Can't. feeling with that I'm great. I'm tired. Yeah. I'm tired, but I'm great. Oh, like, thank you for being are... here again. Like, I, I just appreciate oh, you yes. coming in. So talk about the process for us a little bit. Like, it's what has crazy. it been? What What are you feeling? I mean, we saw the video with you where you saw... Um, yes, the... tell me about this video. What you said? No, I'm, I didn't I'm, no watch hold on, hold on. I'm talking about the video of you seeing the, the King Kong. Oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Seeing him for the first time? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, incredible. Like, I thought that it was going to be like acting with a green screen. And I was so excited to do that. Like, Mm -hmm. that was going to be a challenge. But then it turns out that he is an actor. Like, he is fully realized on stage. It takes um, 12 to 15 actors, I could be wrong, to manipulate his body Mm -hmm. and to make him move and come to life. And then there's actors in a voodoo booth up in the back of the house with joysticks Mm -hmm. making his face come alive and his mouth and his shoulders. And it is... The probably one of the coolest things I've ever done is do one scene with like 
12 scene partners wow. at one time. Wow. But the 12 scene partners are creating one soul and one body and move. Mm-hmm. It is like, wow. it's so dope. It's so dope. Because and that picture to see you in his in the arms of like, it was, the, it was awesome. The creature, the I don't even know like what to call it, like the creature. I like that. We'll, we'll call him the creature. Okay, the, the creature. Cre- yeah, creature. like to see it in you in the arms and like you're just so just graceful and elegant and yeah. beautiful. Like I'm trying to make it look like that in the show. Listen, <laughs> when we had that picture, we got to pose. I was uh-huh. like, oh, if only it could be like this. Right. We're actually doing. It's well, you got it. And if y'all can see Christiani right now, she is. I mean, just Alicia Keys. Ooh! Natural face, beautiful, like just gorgeous Listen. hair, like just she's you know dressed down, but she's like wig, huh? she looks like a star. <laughs> yeah, she well, like you, you look, look like a star. star. If I took this wig off though, no, I wouldn't be saying like it doesn't even matter. No, yes, we would. You still are a star. No, they wouldn't. Yeah. And so Not I'm just so excited <laughs> for you. Is yes. there any is there any part of the show that you're really excited about performing? Like, is there anything that you're like? just cannot wait to Mm. or that you're having fun with already yeah i mean the show in general is like i'm having so much fun because it is really it's everyone knows the story if you've seen the movie Mm -hmm. i mean if not you Mm -hmm. probably just know about a big gorilla but Mm -hmm. we are having the challenge of like you know why are we telling it right now why is it coming back right now so why are you well there's many one because they got the money to do it like let's just be honest people have a lot of money and they believe in bringing animatronics and puppetry to stage gotcha. like and mm-hmm. i think that that they're doing something that has never, never been, been done, done before yeah. yeah and it is beautiful to watch awesome. and what i appreciate is that they're saying that instead of us just being really proud of the work that we're doing with the animatronics and the puppetry why don't we just try to develop a beautiful story yeah. like yes. what yes we have the budget yes we could just put up a really cool puppet and people would come to see it because right. he is that cool yes we could do that but why, like, why? Right. And so we have a female producer named Carmen who is incredible. I love her so much. And she has has been working with the show for years and continues to filter out teams because no one has, has decided to deliver her a script that she felt kind of explored the story in a deeper way. And finally she met Jack Thorne, who wrote Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, and is, like, delivering her words that are just bringing the story to life in a way that, people aren't going to be ready for. I know I wasn't ready for. Yay. And when I read the script, I was like, okay. Okay. Mm. This is because it, it, the story is told through Anne's perspective. And Anne is the female character who in every other version of King Kong has sort of been the sort of female love interest mm-hmm. and like like desire of Kong, which could get really creepy. Yeah. And I know for me as a black woman, I went back to watch the movies for like research and I was like, oh, like <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't help but find the connection between like Birth of a Nation and the original yep. King Kong. Like yes. I just couldn't. I was like, I mean, because, you know, Birth of, a Na- Birth of a Nation was was a silent film. Yeah. King mm-hmm. Kong was one of the first talkies of the Got time. You. And so I was like, is this the talkie version of mm. like is. So I couldn't help but find the connection there. And what I love about our version is that Anne is is so bold specifically because she is black and mm-hmm. doing all the things that she's doing in 1930, like unapologetically. Anne is your character. Anne is my, right. is the character just I play. Pe- just in case people... Yes, Anne is the character I play. And and instead of the story being told through the filmmaker's perspective or being told through, you know, any other men's perspective, it's told through her eyes. Yeah. So you that. meet her as soon as she gets to New York City and then, and it just, for me, makes it more fascinating. Because when so, she winds up in Skull Island, you're like... So in this video that you guys recorded, this mm-hmm. is where you're coming, this is your introduction to New York City? Is that what this was supposed to be? Or like, that? So like where does this song take place? That that 
play that song in the show takes place when I do arrive in the city. Gotcha. And um, I show up and things don't go the way I expected them to. Gotcha. And because it's 1930, I didn't have a television. I just had radio and I had the newspapers that I read. And so I don't know anything about New York City. Mm-hmm. My character's from a farm in Indiana. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so, but, uh, and I've only been to Indiana once. So. But, um, you ain't but, missing nothing, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah, she, true. I love, I work there. I worked at Warsaw. Warsaw oh, she's, Indiana? she loves Indiana. I mean, the Johnny Appleseed Festival is there. Yes. It's not just Johnny Appleseed. Yes, yes. Okay. I mean, I won't talk bad about Indiana. I mean, I <laughs> love, nice. I love where I'm from. It's, it's beautiful. It's, it's beautiful. beautiful. Yeah, it's it beautiful. beautiful. It's very great place to raise a family. Yes, yes. Yep. So, and it's, but that's literally the life that Anne left is that uh-huh. she was expected to raise a family and have the babies and take care of the home. And that's just not okay. what yeah. she felt free to do. Yeah. And it's right off the heels of the Roaring Twenties. So she's like, oh, let me black go. Ready. are popping in New York. Like, I'm about to go yeah. do my thing. And so she goes to New York and it's not what she's expected. Um, she gets turned down from everything she tries to do. And then she sings Queen of New York, which is the, vi- the music video. Right. Okay. So let's talk about this song. <laughs> yes. Because. Uh, I'm underwhelmed. Oh no! I'm underwhelmed. No, 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 I mean, no. You, you looked beautiful. Thank you. You, I mean, the, the the costuming and and your presentation, your presence. Like I say, I know you have that. Thank That's you, in the thank bag. You, thank like you. you in your bag with that. Come on. But this song made me really question the material mm. of this show mm-hmm. um, because I I wanted to hear more from you. I, I felt like they didn't really use you. Yeah. And, and your, well, I think that video range. was misleading because. It wasn't in the world of our show. Okay. That video was, the idea behind it was if Anne was in 2018 and she just got to sing about how she felt at the moment, that's what we're going to do. So it was just for people to kind of hear the style of okay. the show, um, which after it came out, I realized that a lot of people were confused yeah. by it. Um, but so what? I, that was the general consensus too. Like you've heard that. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say general consensus. But, <laughs> but I would have some people say like, so is it modern? Like, what's the tea? Like, people were people were confused. Yeah. Um, but then you had some people who were like so against seeing King Kong because they were like, what are we doing? Who saw the music video and were like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, it's different. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's not okay. what I thought. So it it had its it worked. It didn't work. Um, but yeah, it's. I, I personally love it. And I think it's not going to be everybody's cup of tea because mm-hmm. what is? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that with a piece like King Kong, you could have been so safe and the music could have been so um, one way. And I appreciate that they are doing something completely different than what people And I do expecting. like the fact that the from what I can see, the cast looks like it represents the world. Oh, my goodness. I have never worked with more Asian American actors and Latin American actors and black, black actors, actors and white one actors piece. in one piece. Yeah, that's never what I said. Like, never in my life. It looks very never like it life. represents the world, and that's why I was like, I got to get behind it because yeah, it does. It's, it's, um, and, and, and it's people constantly checking themselves because although the cast is very diverse, our creative team, um, our producer is a white woman, our executive producer is a white woman, our other producer is a white man, our director is a white uh, is, a, is a gay white man, mm. our um, associate choreographer is a, is a woman of color. But, Everybody else that his name is white. Mm-hmm. And I also love to watch around these ta- I, the, the tables that we have, them acknowledge that, like, we don't know. I, I know who I am. Yeah. Right. So let's open up the conversation and, and you tell me if, if something doesn't feel right or something doesn't sound right or mm. if something feels culturally inappropriate. Right. And they are checking it and they are changing it. Yeah. Which I cannot say I had in my former experience in mm-hmm. this community. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel represented at all. Yeah. Like I felt like we had opinions that things made us uncomfortable and people were like, 
Oh well. Yeah. Sorry. Do you want the gig or, or not? Nah. No? Right. And we wanted yeah. the gig. Right. And now I'm in a position where where things come up. Um, actors say. Is that what you mean when you put that word in there? Like the word slave used to be used in our show. Um, and they're all British. So they just meant it to mean hard work. Yeah. Right. And we have a lot of black actors who said, well, here's the thing. Mm. We from the America. US, if you have a black person talking about slavery, we don't mean it to mean we're working hard. That's no. not what we're saying. Mm-hmm. No. It, it's a whole different world. Now, if you want to explore that, because it's 1930. Right. So right. if you want to explore that, you want to talk about that, that's, that's one a, thing. That's a whole other layer. That's a whole other thing. Yeah. Do we want to take the time? And to watch them say, Oh, oh my goodness! We we don't want to. We don't have the. We don't have the tools to explore that. Or the time. We don't have the time. We don't have the knowledge. So we're not. not and to, to, and so that's what that's my beautiful. process that's has been. So beautiful. That is really it's, beautiful. It's, it's and they're asking. <laughs> this is, and that's all. Once again, this is what we. This is what we're asking <laughs> right. for. Right. This is exactly what we're asking Once for. Once again, it's so healthy. Healthy. It's, healthy. <laughs> it's just healthy. It's healthy. <laughs> and it's right. simple. That's the other thing. It's so easy. So easy. It's so easy. It's easier. They know it all. That's right. And that yeah. they don't need us to be in the rooms to Woo! help no. form these things. Jesus. But this is the prime example. It's, re- it's really, I'm really having the time of my life working with these people who are so open to telling a story through a different per- person's perspective and allowing me to just bring what is my truth yeah. I mean, to it. the character. I want to see this show now. Me too. Well, listen, make sure you go see King Kong. It begins previews. Oh, it began on October 5th. Yes. Uh, with the Black Andaro. Yes. By yes. Blackity Black Andaro. <laughs> uh, and it officially opens on November the 8th. So make sure you look. You ready? Jeez. Did you not know? This? Did you not know when it? Oh, it sounds so close when you say it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. You got about four weeks. So you got some time. It's happening. Yeah, it's time. happening. It'll be it's great. Happening. It's I'm a ready. dream come true, man. It's really crazy. She's not ready. I'm ready. Well, right? we just, I'm listen. like, <laughs> I'm, I'm coming. Right. Yes. right. <laughs> One way or the other. Yeah. Y'all gotta let it. me know when y'all come. Oh, well, I'll be there. Now opening. I have a. You, you saw my video at my dressing room. I did. I did. So now y'all gotta come hang out. Yeah. Okay. So if you didn't see the video, she talks about uh go ahead tell the story about the dressing room okay so i'm gonna shut up after this but um i'm a huge patina miller fan love her love her and in college i sang fabulous baby from sister act religiously like it was my audition song it was my warm-up song it was Mm -hmm. i just did it too much (laughs) and um i was in my dressing room now for king kong cleaning up and i looked under my dressing room station and she signed it because that was her dressing room when she was playing Dolores oh, and Sister Wow. And I was like, okay, God. Wow. It was just another moment of being like, okay, Jesus, like this is wow. exactly. Full yes. circle. Full circle. And another full circle moment is your understudy, Kayla. Yes. Who went to Ball State. What? She went to Ball State with yes. us. Well, not with us. She's a little right. bit younger than we are. She is um, But I did My go goodness. back to Ball State one year. They invited um uh, me to come back and, and I was doing a, a speech for Sade my close friend Sade um, you know Sade I know Sade um, they were giving her an alumni award yes. and so we went back to um, do that and I gave her the award I gave the speech to give her the award and um, she we went to go see Hairspray and Kayla was in Hairspray so we just met met her and, and a couple of other the black students and just tried to speak into them and they mm-hmm. were just so great um, but Kayla said that she, she was a full circle moment or you were a full circle moment for her mm-hmm. because when she was graduating from school um, she 
had to started researching people and wanted to see what type of people she wanted her career to be like. And she said she found you. Wow. Um, and she found your yeah. website. She said she wasn't just looking at stars. She was looking at personalities and people. Mm -hmm. And she found your website and you had a quote on there about, you know, being God fearing and, mm -hmm. and wanting to inspire people. Mm -hmm. And she had never seen someone use those words in the same sentence before. Mm -hmm. And so being your understudy was a full circle moment for her, which I thought yeah. was just very beautiful. And a full circle it moment for us beautiful. with Ball State University. Yes, yes. church church. Yes. Yeah. So I just thought that was beautiful. So I'm so happy for you, Christina, Christiani, yeah. um, that that you are getting this opportunity, that you are paving the way for for new uh, black actresses and black actors to come into the business. Man. And, and, and that's, that's what we're doing. Yeah. That's what we're doing. That's and beautiful. we, me and Michael, were talking about this earlier about like normalizing. Just you know, it's it's cool to be the first uh, black woman to play this part. I'm honored, mm -hmm. but I love that we're not trying to. Use that as a selling point. No, right. no, don't do that. Right. I I worked my ass off in the audition. Mm -hmm. I told you I didn't think I was gonna get it, so mm -hmm. I was going in there with bold choices and mm -hmm. doing things that were so ridiculous. And and I'm and I'm working hard, and I'm just telling a story. Right. And I am telling the story as a black woman. I, I don't need you to throw in layers of like. And then she she really came from I don't I, I just don't need you to, to create another story just to showcase to people that she's black and look how cool we are that we're putting this black girl for mm -hmm. you don't have to do all that. Right. Your talent just, is the story. Exactly. And they're gonna get the message. Come on, they're gonna they're get, it. Right. To get it. Right. <laughs> all right. All right, I love it. So thank you so much, y'all. We're gonna wrap up the hot topics real quick here to uh finish it with some church announcements. Al Roker has started his run on waitress. Yes. Hallelujah. <laughs> brother yeah. Roker. Yes, brother Roker. Go on, go and check him out if that's something you love. Nicoletta is still over there shining, so make sure you Living. go see her as well. They also changed the costumes to pink to represent breast cancer awareness this oh, month. Uh, really? So go check that it's out amazing. and support them. Cuba Gooding Jr. started his run in Chicago as Billy Flynn. Mm. Um, and Todrick Hall will be joining the national tour in the same role October 16th uh, through 20th in Detroit. Um, really? So, yeah, isn't that crazy? Yes. Yeah, so go check them out. Go see it. Uh, support them. Shout out to also to... Um, Nick Rashad Burroughs, who had his show last <gasps> night at the Apollo, he sold out. Mm. He played James Brown, and I heard great things about that. Um, so I'm excited to, I'm sure that he'll continue. I love when us as black artists are able to create our own work, mm -hmm. sell it out, and be able to keep That's doing amazing. it. Like, yep. Yes, please keep doing it. I love, yeah. like, and I really want to see, like, uh, all of the artists that do that all maybe come together and do, and do one, one show. Yes. Yes. Like uh, 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 Cindy Winters does Lena Horne. Chester yes. Gregory does uh, uh, Jackie Wilson. Mm -hmm. Like I would love, maybe I might do make, I I'll make, say, make them that do together. that. Yeah, yeah I, would, I, would, I think I might do that. Um, so it. don't, don't y'all take my ideas. Listen, you heard it here first. <laughs> I'm Cindy's DMs like, right. hey, girl, I got this <laughs> 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 All right, y'all. So we're going to move right along. We got uh, a listener letter today. Ooh. So, and I want you guys' opinion on what's happening with the listener letter. So, I'm going to just, because this is all getting a little long. Um, but uh, there are a couple of different things. So, let me see. Let me just choose a, a good one. And then we're going, because it was so many different now things. I got to get out of here by a certain time. I got homework. I know you. Homework. Okay. Yeah. I'm finishing my degree. <laughs> yeah. Because I can afford another it Another casual <laughs> thing that she didn't admit. Right. Like, just, yes. just go on and do it. Okay. Oh, well, we'll talk about this, because this just happened. Um... Uh, this past week. So racism is alive and well in the American theater. My uh, friend Galen Williams uh, emailed in to share his experience. He says, hey, family, 
Y'all know I love me some y'all, and I look forward to Mondays when a new episode of the podcast is released. And as this event was taking place, I said to myself, I gotta tell Broadway Black about this, because mm. I knew y'all would be the ones to listen and hear me out in this story of racist foolishness, foolishness in the theater. Mm. This is a dissertation, so buckle up. <laughs> I went to see A Night with Janis Joplin at La, La, La Mirada Theater, uh, which is about 20 miles east of <coughs> L.A. My good friend Tam- Tamar uh, is in the... Oh, Tamar Davis. I think that's her name. Tamar Davis, yes. Um, who was in Tyler Perry. I love Tamar Davis. She was in Motown. She mm-hmm. was in uh, Tyler Perry. Um, oh, she plays like the daughter in, in um, Laugh to Keep from Crying. Mm-mm. Or um, no. uh, also Medea's Christmas. Ah, okay. She plays the daughter in that as well. Um, she, and she sings down when I tell mm. you she sings down. So she's in this show. Um, we went to go see her. Is, uh, she's in the cast, and they just hap- so happened to be recording the live stream event for Broadway HD. For the record, the show was amazing. Those throats were manufactured in Wakanda and encoded in vibranium, including, yes. <laughs> including Mary Bridget Davies, who played Janice. Now, y'all know that there is a theater etiquette that needs to be abided by, and you would think in this predominantly white audience there would be a general knowledge of said etiquette. But somehow I got set next to the coofless Latino racist trash that I didn't know that didn't know how to act. Uh, we're sitting in the front row of the theater, and this woman is acting like she's at a full-on rock concert, screaming and hollering to her intimate moments, dancing by her goddamn self, almost on the damn stage herself. So I give her the look black mamas give when they kids are acting out in public. The have you lost your mind face. <laughs> she sees me and says loud as hell while the show is going on, what the fuck are you looking at, you stupid Negro? Fuck you. Oh. And she proceeds to flip me off. Okay. I swear the rage of all our ancestors flared up inside me and I damn near saw red but because I have class and decorum I keep my cool and keep watching the show five minutes later she's escorted out she she escorts herself out the theater and remains away for the rest of act one I thought the strength of our of all our black mothers had won and got her out of the theater from, from the look I gave her and reported her to house management hoping they'd keep her and her squad from re-entering but her ass and her crew came waltzing back in after act two has started fast forward to the end of the show as the audience is beginning to exit I say to her that was very racist thing for you to say you need to do better and she proceeds to try to apologize and say that's just our slang bitch what I said no that's not slang it's racist and y'all are racist for letting her say it and not do anything about it do better as other white audience members are trying to move me and keep me from having this conversation uh, what would y'all have done if this were you should I have blocked her out and just enjoyed the show regardless of her foolishness was I wrong for speaking up I just need to know I'm not crazy sorry for the thesis but this tea was too much to drink by myself Ooh. be blessed and black always you're not crazy Ooh. he's not cra- like clearly not crazy but also more than that you're a human mm-hmm. you're a human like earlier when I was talking about being afforded something as simple as basic dignity in that moment what that woman tried to do was to take away his dignity. Yeah. That's what she was trying to do. And that's what she did. And that's what the people who were with her allowed her to do mm-hmm. in that moment. Now, there's a certain amount of dignity that you have within yourself that nobody should be able to touch or take away from you. But there should also be a certain amount of respect that you can just expect, expect from yeah. people around you. Mm-hmm. And using that word, like... It's one of those things where it's like, I know myself, and I know that that would have taken me out of my head for the rest right. of the show. For sure. Show. And that woman, to be perfectly honest, she owes him money. She, <laughs> right. Because right. you just wasted my money. I came out here to see a show and enjoy myself. And not right. hear you. Yeah. And you just, like, messed up my good time. And then and then her, her excuse of, oh, that's 
a word we use. Like, who is we? Right. Who Like, that's just our I don't slang. know you. But you know, I, I have seen a lot of <laughs> Latino. On the tra- say the N-word. Yeah. Like, and I'll be following oh, yeah, that <laughs> You know, that's interesting. Is that a thing? Because I grew up, I grew up, in, I lived in Jersey for a little bit, and everyone said the N-word. It wasn't until I moved to Atlanta mm-hmm. that it was, yeah, it's a, that's a whole different thing. It's interesting with I, with Latinos saying the N word. I often try to look at somebody and I'm like, you know what? I, I at the end of the day, sometimes I'm not gonna. I, I can't tell what somebody is. And what they not. You know <laughs> right, what I'm saying? Right. Like I, mean, I don't. People come up to me and start speaking Spanish. So <laughs> right, like, like and it's like uh, I'll be like, bitch. Yeah, they're, they're black. They're oh, Afro Latinos. They're, so they're in situations, right? Yeah. So in situations like that, you but know, they don't want to claim black though. They don't want to be black. Some yeah, do, a lot, a that's lot of, the thing. A lot of them don't want to be black. The ones that, and the, the, it's like, you're not going to, and that's the stuff that messes me up, right. right? Because it's like, it's also the way you're using it. Somebody, because it ain't no slang when you saying Call, it at right. me this is, yeah, that's in this different. moment. This is that's different. not slang, Yeah, you know? Like, that's something different. And, and don't Negro? try to, yeah, don't try to act like I'm crazy and I don't know, like, what you said and I don't right. know how you meant it in a moment. Right. Like, I hate it when people do that, right. that gaslighting shit. But the right. fact that he went and told the theater and they still did not Do remove anything? her. Yeah, that's, and that's also, not surprising. Also, even, you know, Mary Bridget Davis, he wrote this status on Facebook as well. And she commented, she said, she was an entire shame. I applaud your restraint, but also, why did you need to implement it? Because a dummy why? wanted to be the center of attention? Uh, the worst. You were an absolute gentleman and gave her all the face that and shade that she deserved. She also said that she wanted to stop, but she, she wanted to, like, stop and call her out. But she couldn't because we were taping. Um, and they had to keep filming for uh, continuity, but she would have normally done How it. How was she not escorted She said she was out. furious. Like, she was furious. Um, it, it, I just don't understand how she was even let back into the theater. And that's the thing that we have to, you know, because it's almost like establishments want to cater to, no matter what is happening to black mm. bodies or black people, they want to cater to the fair-skinned or the other uh, race. In, in that situation, they always feel it always feels like we're the ones that is causing the disturbance because we're reacting to right what is happening. Because mm-hmm. let that been a white man that complained, right? About anybody or a white woman that complained. Oh my about gosh, anybody. the whole role would have been gone, gone. Yeah, like in an instant. and that's just infuriating to me. Yeah, um, and you did yeah. the right thing by because uh, he was being polite. He looked at, he didn't say anything. He just tried to say like, uh, you, you know, right. what I mean? everybody knows that look. She right. knew that look. And right. She knew what it meant. Yeah, and that's why and, she said something. Right, exactly. And so. Bridget, Mary Bridget Davies also said she said there's a fun exchange in our show when I talk about West Side Story every time, twice, but still too much. She said East Side Story. Then she swore at me in Spanish. She said I don't speak it, but I understand it, and it took all of my nerve not to engage her. She was clearly high, heroin high. I had no time for it. <gasps> Not heroin high. Oh, she responded to oh, something Lord. in the show. Well, she was pretty much almost on stage. How did no, no one no. take her no, out? Somebody should have shut that down. Like, yeah. I, the, then the I guess the the, the uh, guy that was with her, you know, the sir that was with her, because I also watched this on his Instagram story because he posted it several different places because he was so mm-hmm. upset. He was saying that the guy that was with her um, said to him, well, you need to watch how you look at women. Okay. Watch how I look at this is my face, sir. I do what I want with my face. Right. 
you don't get to 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 also and don't make it sound like he was like sexualizing her. Right, right. he was so, trying to tell you to please be quiet so I can enjoy the show. Right, that's, right. Because now you're disturbing. Clearly, it's right. one thing to have a good time, but it's another thing to disturb my experience. As right. Well. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. That's just rude. It's right. not like you're just like engaging with the show and trying to clap along and and encouraging them to do better. Because right. you know we do that. We clap along. We right. talk yeah, to the yeah, we talk yeah, to the yeah. stage. Mm-hmm. You know, us as black people, we do that, so we understand. Yeah. So there's a certain, there, but there's a certain line that you just don't cross. Yeah. Right. right. That's a person. You. you ever get on the train and somebody start doing and saying stuff that you're like they're they they're waiting for the first person to say to, something. To say something. Mm-hmm. That's what she like. It's clear that's what she was. She doing. wanted somebody. She was to, trying to get mm-hmm. some to kind of reaction out of somebody. She, yeah. but I feel like New Yorkers are so conditioned to just be like, right. yeah, right. Because I'm not gonna give it to you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And this is in LA, you know, and that show was really good. Oh. I saw the show here when it was on Broadway. Um, right. It didn't get its just due, but Mary Bridget Davis, she uh, was nominated for a Tony for it, rightfully yes. so. She sings her ass off as as Janis Joplin. Like, I've never yes. seen anything like it. Like, the grit mm. and the, the way she embodies the. And, and she's funny, and she's like, mm. so I can't wait to see that on Broadway HD. So. Um, but just be mindful when you see the show. This was the experience that was at. So I wonder how they wow. are changing the camera angles or going to edit right. it to be able to get all of yeah. that out. There's always something when they record live shows. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It always <laughs> something. That's when somebody and maybe that's maybe she up. knew that was, I mean, because right. they knew it was recorded, so she, maybe she got drunk and said, I'm going to be in this video. <laughs> Y'all going to hear me. Or right. But there are hands. those people who go see shows who just can't see the show, who have to like have some kind of spotlight on them. Yeah. Who have to laugh the loudest or do something. Right. Just relax. Just yeah. enjoy the show. Well, y'all, I thank y'all so much for helping us and answering the questions and coming in and being a part of uh, Off Book. It's been a pleasure. Any last announcements? You might want anything that you didn't get to say that you want to say. Y'all got it? Lord bless you all. Yes. (laughs) yes. Stay black. Hopefully you all have made some new friends here in the studio today. I like you. That y'all would connect. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. I love y'all so much, and I thank y'all for being here. Thank y'all so much for listening. It's been an amazing episode. You've been listening to a new episode of Off Book presented to you by Broadway Black. We've just hit our marks, and we've done it right now. My name is Drew Shade. Michael Aloyade. Christiani Pitts. And Ashley Ford. All right, y'all. We out of this. Peace. Thank you. Have a good night. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.